I'm a bullet journal devotee, guys. Wow. Yeah, you're you're wanna, very good at that. Yeah, if you ever want to talk about bullet journals. <laughs> bullet journal? Bullet journaling. It's an analog solution for a digital world. I didn't come up with that. <sighs> what do um, you do? It? It's okay, it's pretty, it's like to-do list. So like the beginning of May, you write down all the days of the month, and then you write like your big things each day. Oh my gosh. And then like so like I don't put work on there because it's typical, but like you put your other things. Then for your week, you do like, oh, this is what I'm doing this week. This is what, what I'm doing this day. Like, and mostly, again, it's like special things. Okay. And then on a daily basis, you do a to-do list and you do little squares for your to-dos. If you fill it in, it means you did it. If you put a little arrow, that means you've moved it to a new list. Cool. This way, nothing <laughs> falls off your list. So like, do you ever write like the same thing on like, let's say your, your monthly one and mm-hmm. your daily one? Sure. Like Hellmouthy is on both. Oh, okay, cool. So, like, because, like, and on the, on the, like, when I wrote about here, I might write more details. I might say, like, oh, oh okay. Vasilius is going to be on this episode. We're going to talk about these shows. Oh, okay, Whereas okay. on my monthly one, I'm just going to say Hellmouthy 10 to 12. Oh. So I can get more specific. That's really like, cool. Yeah, it's, this has opened like up it. so much. I know. <laughs> I mean, you could do all of this on a computer, and I don't begrudge anyone who yeah. does. But I, for the, especially the to-do list, it's so helpful to me to have to move things it's a penalty it's a penalty and it makes you prioritize and it also makes you realize the things that shouldn't have been on your to-do list in the first place <laughs> i will you didn't often, really care about them yeah i will either like i'll like over goal uh-huh. like i'll be like i'm gonna do a thousand things and then yeah. it, it's just because i i know going into it i'm like oh like i'm not gonna like I'm not going to do all of these yeah. things. Then everything is not prioritized. But if you carry around that in your special yes. journal and you have to look at it every time you open a new, like I know it really hold, it holds you accountable. That's good, and it I helps need you that. prioritize because th- that's another thing that's really big in the. Uh, oh shit! I, I lost the word. But the bullet journal in the bullet the journal world, world, the world heads. of like keeping productivity. Uh huh. Is that you really should get rid of the stuff that you don't care about? Yeah. Because it's just going to drag you down. It's just going to make you feel bad that you didn't accomplish. Get rid of it. Cut it out. Like trim the fat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might be your kids. Leave them. <laughs> <laughs> Drop Goodbye. them. Goodbye. Um, Stop writing their names down. Exactly. Um, or we're like, gonna open this. Oh, oh, I just oh cut presents. You off? Yeah, but I was just Prezzies, Yay. as Buffy would say. Yeah. Trevor. Trevor. Oh my goodness. It's a whole bunch of Buffy comics. What? How cool, Trevor. This is this stunning. Is so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. So the first one is. Uh, so it's kind of. So the first one is a Jonathan one shot. I love. Oh, we this. love him. I've. Oh. Yes. Yeah, Jane Espenson uh, wrote it. But that one came out like while the series was going on. Yeah, so that's uh-huh. like one of the tie-in ones. And then the rest of it is the first 11 issues what? of uh, the Buffy season eight. So it's oh, what happens oh. like written by Joss Whedon. Like the first couple yes, issues are yes. written by Joss Whedon. Um, and it's like what mm-hmm. happens afterwards. It's really, really cool. But it's also a comic book. So yeah. shit goes off the rails. Yeah. It's like really, really like any budget constraints they ever had are not a thing yeah like just, this yeah and they have like they're at season 10 now wow shit's gone bonkers in Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i feel like it's it's starting to go bonkers in uh season three where we are yeah yes but yeah it's that's exciting i'm looking forward to reading those i can't wait we'll read them side by side <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but i'll read first you read first and then, uh, and then you'll you. pass it to me. Yeah, because I think I probably read faster. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god, what the hell? We have talked about my touchiness about reading. We have. Maybe I want to see if I can make you a bully again. No, <laughs> don't bring that back. Sorry, I take it back. <laughs> um, 
Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Do you want to talk about anything else? <laughs> Kelly. What is, what's up with you, Kelly? What's going on? I don't know. How are things? How are things? Not <laughs> are you ready to awesome? talk about like alternate universes wishing people were gone and also depression? Because that's where we're going. That's where this is headed. Great. I mean, story. Is- story vengeance and depression. Vengeance and depression. That's very much my wheelhouse. So I think we'll be doing great. Mm. Super fun improv happening next door. Yeah. Yes. There. It sounds like they're getting to know each other. There's some they name are. game happening. Yes, there, there was. Oh, it's a lot of icebreakers. Yeah. I've been hearing <laughs> names thrown out. Like, yeah. That's when you know you're doing improv for getting to know people. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots it's of- so weird. The things that I'm so game, like, yeah, I'll do anything in an improv practice. But if you ask me to do it in a, like, a corporate environment, <laughs> oh, I'm no. not in. Me neither. I'm like, can I, can I go get us coffee? I don't yeah. want to do this. No, have I you guys don't. Done, do have that. you guys done corporate improv, like, stuff like that? No, like- not corporate improv. But, like, I've done, like, dumb little icebreaker games. Yeah. Things. Mm-hmm. But not, like, where a troop will come in and be like, all right, guys, yeah. we're going to have fun. Like, never that. Okay, but we should do it. You think we should do that? Yeah, let's do it, guys. <laughs> we'll represent Nerd School. Okay. <laughs> Be the the traveling team. Yeah. We'll ask. We'll do that thing where you don't ask for permission, you ask forgiveness. So we'll right. tell Ptolemy after we book yeah, a few right. shows and go to them and get paid. And by shows, do you just mean like interactive experiences? <laughs> yes. We are going to just go to office park yeah. and start. Oh, fantastic. As long as I can wear tap shoes. Well, that's how we'll attract people. Yeah, in yeah. The, the loud tapping. Like, What's going on? <laughs> We're trying to get work done. We're accountants. <laughs> uh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you react to all my bits like that. <laughs> that's fun. Welcome to another episode of How Mouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm another of the co-hosts. Ryan Mogi. In fact, I'm the only other one. <laughs> also, the voice that you always do is the voice of an angel. So it's like, and I'm another one of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. <laughs> I wonder if people ever listen to the first 15 seconds and then fast forward two minutes and like, where did that nice girl go? <laughs> I want to hear more of her. <laughs> tonight. Mm-hmm. Tonight, because it's nighttime. Yeah. This is a night podcast. Welcome to Hellmouthy Nights. <laughs> Now you have to change the, <laughs> your voice. <laughs> I'm one of the co-hosts. <laughs> oh, no. That wasn't sexy. <laughs> co-hosts. Tonight we are blessed and honored to be joined by Los Angeles podcaster and improviser Trevor Reese. Yay! Yay! Thank you so much for coming on, Thank Trevor. you for having me. Yeah. Um, it's it's nice to be a guest on the podcast. I love Buffy. Um, yes. And I've made guest appearances on other... Yes. <laughs> you might recognize these dulcet tones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to be a fully-fledged guest and not uh, jumping in with my little quips. So yeah, nice we, to... We're letting you sit at the big table. I know. This feels good. <laughs> I feel like the power of sitting yeah. at this table. I think we should really be- build it up for the audience of how like this is... a quite a table it's gold There's so many sides oh there and are it's gold oh. it's gold and there are a lot of sides <laughs> flat edges it's yes. nothing no yeah. no rounded no i don't i'm not a round edge table person i have never and will never sit at a round edge table i have to think about this <laughs> i think yeah the table i grew up eating dinner at was a round table but there were four of us mm-hmm. so it was very clear like what quarter belong to each person at the table. Right. I'm also kind of lying because when I was a kid, we had a rounded table as well. But you weren't into it. You know what? I wasn't into it. And also it was like a rectangle table that had rounded corners. Oh, that's not quite Do you see thing. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh my God. 
for one year, my mom went to grad school. And so we lived in a tiny little apartment Mm -hmm. and married student housing. And the only way to get a table in the kitchen, and there was no dining room or anything, but the only way to get a table in the kitchen was to put it against the refrigerator and a wall. (gasps) So for one year, we (laughs) ate two Two of us. Facing the wall and two people <laughs> facing the fridge. <laughs> and my mom kind of was just sitting at a, like the corner of the Aww. table. Like there wasn't really space. Aww. Guys, we got through it, but. You're stronger for yeah. it. Yeah. It's a character building thing. Exactly. But it's why I can't watch like tiny homes. I, oh, it gives you PTSD. It. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. What about you, Trevor? How do you feel about round tables? Um, I don't know. I grew up with an odd number of people, so I think round tables wouldn't have had the same symmetry of four. Yeah. Um, but I didn't grow up with a rounded table. We had the rectangular one. A rectangular one. one. Um, yeah, because there were five of us. So my dad would sit at the head, then my sisters would sit on one side, then I'd sit on the other side with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we, like, still, like, religiously sit adhere there? to yes. our spots. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because, like, now my nephew is old enough that he doesn't need a high chair so he sits in my spot like he's taking my <gasps> oh. spot so now i sit at the other end of the table whenever i'm home <laughs> is there is like it- a lot of like tension between you and the child no but there, <laughs> there will be hidden resentment that'll bubble up once he's like an adult yeah i imagine Yo, it'll, now, come out. it'll yeah. come out but you're at the second head of the table i feel like you've the graduated so i've moved up yeah then yeah then i guess then uh, then maybe it won't bubble up maybe. i mean he well it's gonna bubble up when he yeah. wants to take your spot oh that's right yeah so if because <laughs> then then it seems like then i'll move to my dad's spot and then he moves there then that's when we'll have a spat we're on either ends yeah <laughs> that's when that's when it will really go down yeah <laughs> but like in this version like neither of you get married yeah neither no, of you have children no nothing is messing up with this maintains yeah <laughs> the system um, at my parents' kitchen table, it's like one of those with like a built-in bench on two mm-hmm. sides, and then it's like chair, like two chairs and chair. Uh-huh. And like to get to the spot that I always like religiously sat at, I sat on like the inner bench. Okay. So you have to like stomp all over like all these chairs and like <laughs> hop over. It's ridiculous because my mom doesn't like to throw things away. Sure. So there's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, there is like this dumb like cubby thing that's like totally in the way so you can't even go around the table but it's very like ungainly to get in there and it was just you kelly no and if if you had guests or something maybe they would have moved it (laughs) see i'm being like (laughs) i'm on your side maybe i was being too dry (laughs) i was trying to be facetious (laughs) i could tell the way it it landed just the, the silence. <laughs> it just sounded like I was being actually mean. Yeah, but I was I was trying to be. You were smiling sweetly like an angel. <laughs> just imagine that, listener. Um, oh, yeah. I wish I could take that back. <laughs> oh, are you? Are you t- <laughs> Is that the nod of asking for an edit? <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was asking for. She a, was asking for me to unyonka it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, guys, let's go to the. The thing you forgot you have to say i wish she did i, did. <laughs> I said I, w- I didn't say i wish i could take that back yeah i wasn't paying i mean i'm not vengeance so i'm not like i wasn't yeah, paying attention yeah, you're not i was like keyed in i wasn't no. like waiting for it <laughs> I, my my ears were perked and ready yeah what is this why why did no, you it was, it was a really cute move kelly just oh, made my ears were little yeah. little like, doggy ears or something yeah um okay so we have Two like really big episodes, yeah, um, and angsty, and also like fun, but also scary and sad. Aw, really all the sad. emotions, really mm-hmm. sad. Yeah, 
Um, we have The Wish and Amends. Do we want to all share what our first notes of The Wish sure, are? Sure, sure. Um, my first one is, I don't like Xander. Yay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're in a safe space. <laughs> uh, mine is, be in friends, comma, demon, bury demon. <laughs> I am Buffy rocking the white sneaks again. Oh, she's back <laughs> at it again. With those white sneaks. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're at a, a picnic. Oh, yeah. Slash opportunity to slay. It's hard sometimes when we get these in media race openings to know if they brought a picnic to a slang yeah. or had a picnic interrupted by a slang. And especially it's confusing because it's daytime and they don't usually. Right. Which is more so maybe, picnic time. Yeah. So maybe they were picnicking and were surprised by a demon. And also, I'd say that. Probably, yeah. yeah. And then Buffy's like, I tried calling Faith. And I'm like, okay, one, you guys don't have cell phones no. that we've seen at all. So maybe you called her hotel room. She's allowed to not be in her hotel room in the middle of the day. Yeah. Don't sass Faith about this. This is not a Faith problem. I think she's trying to like martyr herself, right? Like she's like, like, oh, I tried calling her, but she's just like so upset with her poor life and her and that yeah. nasty motel. Like I think she's just. And there's a lot of that. Hap- there's a lot of poor me happening. <coughs> yes. Because we also have Xander. Poor me. I don't get an opportunity to apologize to the girl I cheated on. Every yeah, everyone's sort of like poor me. And yes. except for, yeah, except for maybe Oz. But even that He's he's kinda of throwing himself a yeah. pity party. But he's being the most like upfront about it. Yes. And like he's being very direct and not like I just feel bad for me. Right. Like he's, the only person who's not is Anya, probably this episode. That's true. And it, we don't see what she's I bet after this episode though, she is pitying herself. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah. we know something. I mean, yeah. We know, but <laughs> but it it is yeah, her 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 life's going pretty well Anya's. until the end of this episode. Yes, oh, yeah. she's loving life. She's, she's loving great. what she can do. She's just been vengeancing for mm-hmm. yeah. hundreds and hundreds of years at this point. Yeah, yeah. and this it. is just another, it's just another vengeance spell, mm-hmm. or so she thinks. Yeah, Um. and in that, when we start at that picnic, it's kind of fun to see Buffy not have the least amount of romantic drama. Yes, to see Willow and Xander be the ones carrying something and wanting to complain about it and yeah. be all angsty, and her be like, "Guys, we'll figure it out. It'll be okay." Yeah, yeah. She's like the seasoned one now. Right, like she got through it. Like this is it's a different kind of angst with Buffy in season three versus like mm-hmm. season two and what happened before. Like she is more mature about it and everything. And you and we know that for sure. Like in the next episode, like yeah, how she sort of deals with that. But yeah, she's definitely sort of like, eh, you know what, like. I killed Angel, so screw you guys. Like, <laughs> like whatever, get over it. But she's still like willing to listen, which I think is like a nice yeah. thing. Because you're right; she knows that she's felt worse pain than these fools will ever feel. Yeah. yeah. But she's also like, oh, but it must be hard. I remember having problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and when like, they're Aw. like, when they're like, how did you do it? And they're like sitting in that like fucking tableau. Like it looks like a like after school special. Like the way they're like, uh-huh. how did you do it, Buffy? And she's like. I had you guys when like I thought I was was, like props to you Buffy for just saying I had you guys so nice and not going on and being like because that was really fucking hard because I killed him Mm -hmm. and he was good again and like yeah and then I ran away and then when I came back y'all were bitches to me yeah yeah like she could have done (laughs) so much so good props to you well and I think a lot of the first up until the spell I would say a lot of the first bit of this episode is after school specially yeah. I mean, Cordelia yeah. crying in her bed, cutting up and burning. Oh, up. man. Oh, that's I, something that does. You can't do that anymore. 
Like you in don't what way? Well, you don't. You, I mean, <laughs> if you, you already have pictures, yeah, you'd mm-hmm. have to print them out and everything. Oh my God. Like now, it's <laughs> that's something that is being lost to yeah. time. Yeah, it's not as dramatic cut. to be like delete. Yeah, delete. yeah. To yeah. cut up trash. pictures like and burn them. Like yeah, it's hardcore. Have you ever done that? Burned up pictures? Mm-hmm. No, I've never done it over like a breakup. But I feel like at the end of school year, somebody would always want to have a bonfire. So mm-hmm. you put like your school notes. So I feel like pi- I probably threw like, Ugh, I'm not even friends with this person mm-hmm. and threw a picture in. But it was never like sitting on your bed, by the way. Mm. That is yeah. a fire hazard. Yeah. Do not set fires she's on your bed. She's got that little like nighttime <laughs> desk on her lap and she's got that little bowl. She's playing with she's fire. fire. <laughs> so she cuts out everyone else and it's like, no, this is really a Xander problem. Yeah, and it's funny yeah. that she's like slicing everybody. Like she's just like separating everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's like she could have just cut out Xander yeah. and then just He's Buffy. on the end. Yeah. It was, like she very purposely cut every person individually. And then does she cut his head off, right? Does she or does she not? Uh, or does I she can't remember. She's like snip, snip, snip. And then and maybe then, she just drops it or and then sets it on and then sets, sets it on fire. fire. I feel like heads being cut out of pictures is something that happened in Buffy, but I don't. Yeah, I don't remember it in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I kind of always like, and this is a serial killer thing too. But when people like take a lit cigarette or a match and oh burn my out God. faces or burn out <laughs> eyes, I remember seeing that yeah. in something. What was that in where someone like burned out the eyes of someone with a cigarette? It might have been like X Files or something. Oh uh, no, it, there's so, there's something like that. Ah, oh, that's bugging me because I know I know yeah. there's something in my it's head. It's like that they do immediate- it perfectly on the irises. Mm-hmm. I just got super close to touching my own eye. <laughs> like, really close. I don't know. I also think of that movie Crazy Beautiful with... Uh, wait, is that what it was called? That's not what it was called. But the one with Drew Barrymore and Chris O'Donnell, where she's a crazy person, and they fall in love. I think it is that Crazy might be Beautiful. Crazy beautiful and yeah. they go... Because there's also a Kirsten Dunst movie where she gets crazy. And that one's called something like Crazy Beautiful, too. Riding in Cars with Boys? <laughs> uh, but the in the Drew Barrymore one, one of the signs that she's crazy, like they run away together, or whatever, and he wakes up and she's cut the eyes out of all the magazines and like posted them up on the wall, like all the models in the magazine. She's cut their eyes out and put the eyes on the wall, just the eyes, Wait, yeah, yeah, so they just can the- like watch <laughs> over them. She's like because she's worried about demons or whatever because she's she's mentally she's ill, mentally ill. Anyway, um, that's not what you were thinking of. Um, <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure if you like looked it up on YouTube, just, what we're thinking yeah. of is like the first result: burnout like, eyes. Burn, yeah, burn, yeah, don't look that up. Burnout burn eyes. Was, out yeah. eyes. No, guys, no, no, no. There's other things you, will you did find. that. Yeah, type movie or something. Yeah, like, yes, yes, definitely from a movie. From a movie. In, Fictional eyes being burned out in real life. <laughs> yeah. IRL. IRL. Scary. <laughs> but you know what? Burning all of those pictures did something great, and it brought us. Cordy in that leather outfit. Ooh, yeah. that with that music that like and she's like stepping out with her like suit. Yes, it was like a leather blazer and leather skirt. <laughs> yeah, it was like and an blouse. office suit, but <laughs> leather. Yeah, and, and wine blood wine. red leather. Yes. Yeah, like a dark, dark like red. congealing blood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that blood's been sitting there for a while. <laughs> And like her hair is like somehow darker and like mm-hmm. it's pulled up in her makeup. She's slaying in that outfit. I feel like. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Oh, did you not realize it? I really didn't realize it. <laughs> what? <Ugh. laughs> Do you think that's the best one out of the three? Because she has that. 
and then she has that the, blue, and then the, the red, red in the dumpster. Okay, the red in the, the dumpster, dumpster, is, dumpster is pretty great. It is weird to me though because of the weird sequence. Like the sequence to me, they were only on the bus, which I get what's supposed to happen with that, right? Your eyes are drawn to the bus. Okay, so she's was it the next episode when she's wearing like I think a red dress and has curly hair and she's laughing and then Xander wants to laugh. No, no, that's, that's this one. This one. Okay, that dress is amazing. I okay. I, my <laughs> opinion is that I. That you I, love it. I love it. I don't even know if I wrote it down because I was just so in love with it. I liked it a lot, but I prefer the leather suit. I think that's her. That was more her. I think it, t- it was like a vengeancy suit. Yeah. And like all together, I think on all fronts, she's working it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Her, like, she just is such a woman scorned in that outfit. Yeah. And then she gets humiliated by her former friends. Oh, they're so mean. And poor Jonathan. I know. I was like, two people had to get hurt from this because mm-hmm. poor john and the way jonathan looks at her he's just kind of like yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah this uh, is how he's like i know oh also how does anyone including harmony know about the cheating do you think cordelia like called harmony and it's like this horrible thing happened because mm, oz isn't yeah, telling anyone yeah me willow's not telling anyone yeah i mean maybe xander got like a skywriter <laughs> <laughs> sorry for cheating <laughs> What's well, also like? How did stuff? Uh, it's, how did stuff get out pre-internet? I know, like just well, with, like especially with stuff like this, telling secrets, I guess. Right. So then, who would she have told? That's what I feel like. Yeah. If, maybe she told Harmony. Maybe, maybe. she thought Har- she and Harmony were friends. Because I've also had that where like somebody's in either like a relationship or like a whatever, and you haven't talked to them in a while, and then things go south with that thing, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden your phone's blowing up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Tell me all the horrible and yeah. And I mean, I'm not a gossip, but in those situations, it's yeah. like, yeah, at one point you were my best friend and everything you said went in the vault. Yeah. But you blew me off for six months. For this person. Now you're telling me a juicy story. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And now time for a quick break. Have you ever been listening to NPR and thought to yourself, gosh, I love the human interest aspect, the dulcet voices of the hosts, the promise of totes, but I just hate how true it all is. That's where we come in. It's This American Lie, an hour of improvised NPR. We're a lot like that other show, but we make it all up in front of a live audience every second Saturday at the Nerdist School stage. Find show and ticket information at NerdistSchool.com or catch the podcast on the Nerdist School Network. Search for us on iTunes. And also Harmony is inclined to be mean. So yes, I think, yeah, maybe she told Harmony. And then once she told Harmony, it's all out. Yeah, it's out. It's out, which is horrible everyone oh they're so mean to her um what is is are they meaner to her than uh what's his face the the guy that she talks oh. to which first of all before we get to that the, <laughs> the <laughs> pretending to look like she's making out with him in the that hallway was so weird. Okay, that was she's so like, look dumb at my teeth and then like this this thing yeah uh, that was pretty dumb that was really dumb and what's worse <laughs> is dumb xander fell, fell for it, it. <laughs> of course he did he has bad depth perception or Shadowing. Oh. <laughs> um, that guy was a creep. He was so guy was such a jerk. When he was like, "Well, maybe if we can keep it, you know, go to a private place." Who, does, who yeah. says that? Jerks. Yeah, like douchebags. Douchebags. Like, I don't know how you <sighs> talk to someone like that and then just go upon your life. Yeah, and not, you just turn and it was like, "All right, see you." Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, keep it, keep it in mind, and then like moon walks away. I don't. I can't imagine being that heartless. That was so mean. 
Yeah. Because he could have just been mean to her. Oh, yeah. He could have been openly mean to her. That would have uh-huh. solved his, like, his thing of being scared that people were going to associate him with her. Right. And honestly, she's literally one of the most attractive people in America. Yeah. So, like, yeah, what? I Do you know. How long are the boys going to be <clears throat> mad at her for yeah. having dated a dud? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you look and just like, fucking Xander Harris. Like, how did that happen? Like, but as soon as he's out, you're just like, all right, cool. Yeah. Open Game yeah. 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 And if, and if it, it would, it feels like it would only empower guys. Cause like, well, if Xander could do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel more brave. Yeah. 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 It seems like these guys are needlessly turning on her when, I mean, you would think like all the guys would be like, all right, cool. Cordy's single again. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Great. And yeah. she has kind of questionable standards. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Perfect. <laughs> That's what I looked for in high school. Yeah. That's what I was all. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to wait for someone to make a questionable decision. Yeah. Open and the then door. the T-man's in town. Uh, walking up. <laughs> it's also, and I think it's just, we're trying to get her to a place where she's so right. degraded. But it's also like, nothing about her relationship with Xander implied that she was all of a sudden easy. No. Like, she... Right. Because there was no... Yeah. It's not like she got caught cheating. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, whatever. That guy's a douchebag, and he really, he could have gone on a date with Cordelia Chase, and he blew it. Yeah. Yeah, and she's wearing this fucking, like, scarlet letter, basically. Yeah. Everyone's, like, so... They're just shaming her for mm-hmm. him cheating. Which is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um. And his status hasn't really changed. I mean, it was pretty low to mm-hmm. begin with, so I guess it wouldn't really change that much. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like he's experiencing any blowback socially. Right. I mean, situation. I think the person that he cares about is no longer speaking to him. Yeah. So I, mean, I think that. he feels that. And I think he's sad about his situation. Oh, he's sad about it. I mean, those 60 messages. Six zero, okay. guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's 16. Six zero. That was insane. insane. I actually, I remember um, I broke up with this guy. And I mean, there were a ton of red flags with him. Yeah. But um, he called me 200 something times in a row that's insane afterwards and i was like uh uh, this doesn't make but it's weird how people will get like so obsessive and not realize Mm -hmm. like this behavior is making this person want to get away from you so much and she she doesn't really want anything to do with him at this point and yet well and i hate already but and that's one of those things i think that you learn hopefully when you become an adult too is like you if someone wants to break up with you yeah there's nothing you can say that's going to change it which is horrible and hard and all that but like that 13th call that 50th call that 60th call isn't that's not going to change anything yeah because did she miss them like yeah (laughs) no she knows that you want to talk to her yeah yeah um I mean, maybe you guys have story. Like, maybe you're like, oh, no, one time. No. <laughs> bugged me every day for 60 days. And on the 60th day, it was like, no. Because, and I think part of it, and not as much in this because he cheated on her and there was like a reason, but you can feel like you want closure or, mm-hmm. but the person who broke up with you, like they went through all these feelings yeah. and then broke up with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Breakups it's hard. are hard. Breakups are hard. I mean- Obviously. Life is hard. Um, but I think uh Oz put like 
pretty much summarizes to Willow what she's trying to do. Yep. And, and I right. wish I was that mature when I was in high school. Ooh, like, I that wish I so... was that mature. To be able to, like, without venom or bitchiness, just be like, I feel like what you want is so that you can, you want to apologize so that you can feel better. But I told you what I needed. Yeah. Like, that's so mature. Would you have, if someone was trying to, like, apologize to you a bunch of times for something, would you have, like, bought into it? Or would you have, like, seen through it, but then reacted in a way that was just like, why are you doing, just leave me alone? I don't think I would have the, like, the wherewithal to be like, I see what you're doing. You're trying to make yourself feel better. But I am the kind of person, like, when I'm angry, I don't, I don't care about your, I'm sorry. Okay. Is it, if you're. Are you undoing what you did? Oh, okay. Are you fixing something? Mm-hmm. But, like, the words I'm sorry are not a panacea for me. Mm. So, like, it... Yeah. Mm. More like a, a little... Like a Janet Jackson, like, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> 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 what about you, Trevor? Um, I'm sort of in the same boat. Like, sorry is just a word. Like yeah. you kind of, it needs an action behind it. It needs some sort of gesture to show that there's even just acknowledgement of mm-hmm. like blame or like guilt or fault. And mm-hmm. that's, I find that that's something you can really only do like in action. Yeah. And that's, and that could just be something as simple as like, just leave me alone for a little while. Like, yeah. just yeah. give me my own space. Um, yeah. Cause I find that whenever you're just sort of like, I think Oz is completely right. Oz is a, a, is a sage. Yes, yeah, Because it's just like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And that's a mm-hmm. lot of times what saris are, is just sort of making yourself feel better and just like, okay, I know I messed up, but I also made amends in right. such a way. <laughs> right, and like, um, let me know that I'm a, still a good person. Yeah, that's Which what it is. Yeah. Like, that's you know, what it is. And that's... You shouldn't guess, be seeking that you know from what, me. I guess that's the thing. I'm more open to like self... Uh, loathing groveling <laughs> than I am like like if you tell me like I hurt you it was wrong I was a dick mm-hmm. I think I'm more interested in that than like I'm sorry how do we move past this yes no I the, how do we move past this I'm like whoa whoa, whoa. I gotta I decide I'm gonna figure that out and then yeah. we can talk well like maybe I'll just use Oz's lines no that's that <laughs> that's true though like I the I you know I'm not like fucking perfect I've like I didn't used to be a good person, I don't think. Um, And, like, the thing that it took for me to realize, like, oh, like, this behavior is shitty Mm -hmm. was for me to, like, lose all my friends and be like, oh, it's not the world that, like, doesn't appreciate me. It's, like, me that's being, like, this whirling dervish of selfishness. And, like probably five years after I didn't like that all my friends like didn't talk to me anymore. Um, I reached out to one of my friends and like just kind of, I I was just like, there wasn't an excuse. Like I was seeking validation from everyone and everything. And like at the expense of you Mm -hmm. and like, that was really fucked up and I'm really sorry, but like I'm working on trying to fix this so that I can be the type of friend that you deserve sort Mm -hmm. of thing. And I think that, not to be like, I'm the queen of apologies, but like, I think like, like if someone were to do that, yeah, like if someone were it, like if Xander was to be like, I just wanted, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I acted selfishly. I acted yeah. in this bad way and I'm trying to grow and mm-hmm. do you justice. Yep. I think that would have been better, but he's too young and stupid to know yeah. that. And it was like, she literally got impaled 
moments after finding out he cheated on her. Like, she needed space. Yes. He did not offer her that. No, 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 no. Also, I guess here's the other thing, and I think I would have totally fallen for this as a teenager, and I probably still would, (laughs) even though I'm a grown-up now. Write it down. Oh, yeah. I will read your I'm sorry at my leisure. Yeah. Like, she can read it, like, one hand and then the other hand burning Because I think it's the, like, (laughs) it's the expectation of reconciliation in the conversation. I that was a good. That. that was those were that was some good poetry. Right I was there. not doing that purpose. Slam poetry um, night at the Helm out the studio. I'm stabbing for myself. Uh, uh, uh. Um, but yeah, I feel like that part is the part where you're like, I don't owe you this. Yeah, it's asking a lot from another person. Right. But if anyone wants to apologize to me, just write me a letter. Make sure you tell me how much of a shithead you are, how much you value me as a person, um, and maybe like your favorite Hellmouthy moment. <laughs> so this shows commitment to the friendship that you've invested yes, in exactly. by if listening listened- to what you love and what you're passionate about see um, you're almost Oz with that, that was <laughs> I was noticing that they were mentioning they were mentioning Amy yes like uh, reminding us about Amy yes and I was like oh that's totally just to remind us that like Amy's gonna show up in the next couple <laughs> yeah. episodes um, okay so all of this is leading up to all of these romantic situations and setting us up and Cordy being rejected by everyone. She gets thrown in the trash. That was by Buffy accidentally. Also, did you like every time she touches her side oh. that like broke my heart? I was like, oh, yeah. like every time yeah. she's like, ow, because it's yeah. like she's getting so upset. Yeah, it's like causing. Ugh, that's yeah. Sad. Um, but there's a new girl in school named Anya. Yay. Anya, we love you, Anya. Yes. Just for this one episode that you're in, and then we never see you again, right? <laughs> I mean, I love that sweater she wore around her shoulders. Loved that look. I've never tried to do that in real life. Neither have <laughs> I. I've thought every time I see it now, though, I'm like, should I? Should I try it? <laughs> um, but she knows about Prada, so she, she does. and Cordy oh, she are knows. best friends. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> the only you seem like the only per- other person that reads in W Magazine. <laughs> oh insufferable but delightful. Was, that's J- John F. Kennedy Jr.'s magazine or something like that, right? That was like a fashion. <laughs> it was like a highbrow, like fashion magazine at the time, like kind of like what Vanity Fair and all those are. Yeah, like it now. still like, exists. It's yeah. a weird one because it's shaped weird. Yeah. Oh, it's yes, very tall. I know that it's magazine. It's like eleven by seventeen. Yes, yeah, yes. yes. So yes. if you get it at the airport, you can't really fit it in your purse. Or no, backpack. you got to so, roll it up. But then you're no, holding then it, and you're doing? the person that reads. Yeah, Debbie then you magazine. have to. It has decent interviews and great photography. Is cool. How, that's Ryan reviews it. <laughs> <laughs> that's our newest segment. <laughs> reviews random magazines. Yeah, she, that she picks up at the airport. Yes. Um, Stay tuned for Bust versus Bitch. Where should you get your feminine feminist pop culture information? <laughs> um, did you guys notice before the the big thing that happens? The titular thing that happens. Um, that Willow is wearing like Jenko jeans. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so baggy. <laughs> it was a lot. And I wonder if they were trying to just contrast as hard as they could mm-hmm. to regular universe Willow to alternate universe. Yeah, they're Willow. trying to make her look really dumpy. And well, like is, childish, too. Is this yeah. the episode where she has like the choker necklace or is that next? Because she had like a, like a star oh. chain one, like choker necklace. That was her. I thought so. I thought Buffy had it. Had, was wearing us chains with a star, but it wasn't that chokery. It was like more here. Oh, okay. 
Because remember, like, when Angel is, like, it keeps, like, zooming in on her throat, and Angel's like, <laughs> like Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is a different like a, one? Yeah, this is, like, a black choker oh, thing. Oh, oh. I think Willow, it might have been this episode. Okay. Um, okay. But, yeah, well, but there's it was a also, lot of chokers. Yeah. This is, oh, this is the era <laughs> of the choker. I'm bringing him back, guys. I know. I mean, not by myself. But. No, I will, I will jump on that. Well, 90s nostalgia, you. it's, it's yeah, in. Yeah, right? We're doing so, it. It's, you have to be selective with what you're nostalgic about. And yeah, no Jenko jeans. Yeah, I refuse. Yeah. I don't care how fashionable they get. I'm telling you, <laughs> in a year from now, we're going to be doing Jenko City. <laughs> I'll need an extra chair in the podcast booth <laughs> for your for Jenkos. Um, I used to want a pair of those really bad, and my mom was like, no, those look ridiculous. I wanted them so bad. Yeah, my mom would have laughed at me. I don't think I even tried. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like the rave look has not fully entered, come back in no. the same way. No, I like I haven't seen so. any pacifiers. Oh, because when you're rolling, or is that what we used to say? I know that's what yeah. we say now. Is that no, I think they used to say that. We I think yeah, I think they used to say that. I remember it was E then. Yes, E. Yeah. I mean, still, it, was, it went from E to Molly, but they're like the yeah. same drug, basically. And or you say like MDMA. Yeah. What really? People said that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just remember. I mean, not no, no at not our then. I'm talking about like more recently. Oh, really? Like the children I talk to. That's <laughs> the thing they might say. <laughs> but the like really the cool children. kids when I was in high school said E. Yeah, the cool the cool or kids said X, E sometimes. Oh, yep. X. As soon as I said X, oh, her eyes lit up. She I went am back. Remembering that serotonin yeah. flooded her brain. Yeah. You having like an X flashback? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That would colors. be kind of awesome. Just at the just na- like at the, any moment, just you, you would like a, start to touch people. X. That's what happens with acid. Yes, acid yes. Flashbacks. I yes. learned that because it like hangs out in your in spine. Your spine. Mm-hmm. So like I've had buddies who've gotten their who've taken uh, acid and like gotten their ba- uh, backs cracked. And just all of a sudden <gasps> go, oh, oh god, really? back. No. Yeah. Um. With there is a person who I won't name. Um. Who was telling me that she ate like a really spicy, like something that was so spicy mm-hmm. that it like triggered her like past with acid. Wow. <gasps> That's because she was like, it was so much. Yeah. It just overwhelmed her system. Yeah. And she was like, I think she's like, I think I, I think I was high. Oh God. <laughs> Maybe I don't want X flashbacks for anyone. <laughs> X. Except for the cool kids. Yeah, the cool kids can have flashbacks. <laughs> Those children you talked to. <laughs> I, yeah, the kiddos. I pick them uh, up at school. Oh, God. <laughs> Where's the leather jacket? Yeah, and I'm like, hey, guys, what do you call drugs that make you feel good? <laughs> um, I, I also agree that Buffy is... Buffy is being kind of mature in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she, when she says, "Like I don't want to be petty to Cordy," yeah, like in yeah. at the bronze. Well, and I think she's really authentically willing to talk to Cordelia when yes. she says that outside the bronze when yeah. she's offering her friendship. I think I don't think there's any ulterior motive. No, she's just genuine because she like remembers like feeling alone mm-hmm. and wants to reach out to her. And like right before the vampire comes, Ugh. Cordy is gonna talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid vampires. Stupid, Stupid vampire. vampires. Always coming in at the wrong time. Yeah. The timing vampires. <laughs> but Look then I wish Buffy had never come to Sunnydale. Which was a funny wish because Interesting. <laughs> because, <laughs> and Anya tries because oh, by the way, guys, Anya is a vengeance demon. Anyanka. Anyanka. And she mm-hmm. has a magic mm-hmm. necklace, 
yada yada yada. <laughs> Anything Cordy says, I wish will happen. Mm-hmm. So and she, she keeps c- trying to pimp it too. She tried. Like, Don't yeah. you just wish? Don't you just wish that Xander? I can't remember what she says. She says, scales. "Don't you just wish?" Oh, yes, something about like she tries to like give yes. her good vengeance Xander yeah. spells, but Cordy instead, not knowing it's a spell, says, "I wish Buffy Summers never came to Sunnydale." <clears throat> Well, she also doesn't know Buffy's the Slayer and everything. So she, like, really doesn't understand the ramifications of granting the wish. Does she have a choice? Oh, That's... like, does she have to do it? I don't know. I'd say so. But, I mean, I... she also, like, I mean, it seems Anya will just grant the wish. Like, it seems, it doesn't matter, like, the level of... But I feel like if Cordy had said, I wish I had mint chocolate chip ice cream right now. Oh, Anya I think would. Do you think she would bypass that and then... Yeah, I guess uh, we don't know because yeah, after like, this, what if, her power center is destroyed. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What if Cordy had made like a good wish and not a vengeance based one? Right. Or just made. Yeah. It, I thought it could <clears> be as simple as when you're wearing that necklace and you say, I wish something. You. Yeah. It comes true. Also, like I had questions about. If Anya understood the extent of her own power prior to this, mm-hmm. because this was such a like universe changing I mean, there is a limit to it, right? Because, like, Angel still and Giles, like, were expecting Buffy to come. Yeah. Like, um, and she just didn't. And mm-hmm. we don't ever really learn why she doesn't. But she just it's, doesn't. Yeah, it seems something between what we see in the past and the season two finale. Like, it seems like something happened in between that and the start of season one that sent her off somewhere else. Yeah. Because the one thing I was like, who's her watcher? Like and she had a whole person, other watcher. Yeah, it's that person that like Giles is on the phone with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the and that watcher too like doesn't seem to have any power over Buffy and doesn't seem to ha- be as hands-on as Giles is. Yeah. Cuz right he's like, "Oh, okay, like what she's in Cleveland?" Like, I guess Well, yeah, it's a weird there's things Buffy and and now let's we're in the wish first, guys. Yes, so we're we can in the talk wish about first. everything. <laughs> but Buffy of the people who change, it seems like there's a less logical reason for her to be that way. Yeah, I guess she doesn't have her friends, but like, why would she have seen that much shit? Mm-hmm. There's no way that the Cleveland Hellmouth has had as much action as she's had in Sunnydale. I guess like, yeah. I guess we're like learning that, like, I mean, you kind of touched on it, which was her friends, mm-hmm. her friends and Giles have in some way been protecting her, be it whether it's be like passively, mm-hmm. like through their uh, like effect on her and her having like a you know, support system and like all that, not having met Angel, like Angel mm-hmm. helps her fight sometimes. So it's just maybe it's, you know, it's a butterfly effect thing. Yeah. I guess. Well, she's already so different from who, the ditzy girl she was when she's first called yes. already. And so it seems like having her friends around is what tethers her to any semblance of like a normal life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she just like, she's like, she reminds me of Kendra more yes. than anyone else. Yeah. It's very like robotic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also one thing, because it's been so long since I've seen this episode, but it's just like, wonder what happened to get her that yeah. lip scar. Yeah. I love that they don't explain it. Yeah. I love it's, that too. It's, yeah. Also, she's wearing a very no-nonsense braid. Yeah. Oh, her hair is long in a mm-hmm. braid. She's, I feel like she's seen the things that Faith, when she came to town, pretended like she had been yes. through. Yes. Like she's a hardened soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, she cleans her shoes with spit. Yeah, but we don't see her for a long time. No. First, Cordelia makes her wish. 
and it gets really windy for some reason. It gets so <laughs> windy and kind of dirty. Yeah. There's a, a high am- amount of flyers considering yeah. there's yeah. So, so many flyers. few students. <laughs> yeah. There's so Three many flyers. flyers per student. Yeah. <laughs> More flyers than students. Actually, I think that's probably true of most yeah, schools. Probably, <laughs> but especially at Citadale High now. Like, yes. Oh, they have a monthly memorial because uh-huh. so many people die. All and time. Harmony is back to worshiping Cordelia. Yes. In her rightful place. Um, and it's very quick that Cordelia figures out what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she's smart. No, instantly. She knows so quickly. Yeah. She yeah. was a good fairy. <laughs> very veiny. Good fairy. Yeah. Um, and so we see what Sunnydale is like without a slayer. And its population has dwindled. Mm-hmm. There's no curfew. You're not allowed to drive a car, which doesn't really make sense. That did not make yeah. sense to me at all. You would want kids to have more yes. access to cars. Get like, going. Yeah. yeah, don't walk around yes. to get back your curfew. Unless you just don't trust kids with their cars because they might break curfew. Maybe. I don't know. That was a dumb one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made for a cooler scene in the empty parking lot. Yeah. At Torrance High. At Torrance High. <laughs> parking lot. Um, um, but yeah, and the teacher and yeah, they wear dark colors. She's wearing a come bite me outfit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very like it smacked of like don't wear that like yeah, someone's, someone's going to rape you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it's it's so weird to see how the town sort of acts and with everyone knowing mm-hmm. and it is yeah, you get like comments like that where it's just like it's so normal and everything yeah. you just get like a just like a vampire slut or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a vampire slut. Yeah. Um also uh Oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Something else about the school in a post, a non-Buffy environment? Yeah, it was something about... Oh, we have that one girl... Uh, Nancy? So, yeah. Wait, the, <laughs> wait, she's, she's one of the white hats, right? Yeah, the random white, <laughs> yeah. white hat girl. Yeah. Is that her name, Nancy? Nancy yeah, I wrote yeah. it down. So it's uh, Oz, Oz, Giles, Giles Larry... Yeah, you're skipping and, past the reveal of... And Nancy. The yeah, Some of the biggest yes, changes. Yes, yes, yes. You're but, blowing right by. Um, but what about Nancy? Oh, just that when she's like, everyone knows that vampires are attracted to bright colors. And I was like, mm-hmm. actually, up until yeah, now, has been I, said it hasn't been a show? thing. No. But that feels like the kind of thing that a bunch of humans who don't know shit yeah. would come up yeah. with. Yeah. Because they're always seeing vampires wearing like dark colors. And, so. and I wonder if vampires have as good sight. Because they're always they're like in dark. Then maybe they have better sight. But not during the light. No, they're too blinded. Yeah. But maybe then the brighter colors stand out in the night. Yeah. yeah. And so with their heightened sense. Yeah, they can see it. Interesting. But yeah, we do have a big reveal. A big reveal. You're right, Ryan. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I it. it let's, the White Hats are a great part of this. It's fun to see Larry part of the crew. I was so happy that Larry was part of the crew. Mm-hmm. I love Larry. He's, I love him. He's like my favorite of like... More so than probably like Jonathan and Harmony of like yeah. all the like of side the, like, NPCs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's my favorite. Yeah, I always like Larry. I love Larry. Oh, but yes, we see that some people have become vampires. Yes, including Xander. Jesse. <laughs> oh my god! If Jesse had shown up, I had a moment where I was like, "Is Jesse in this episode?" I ran <laughs> through like a- brushing your hair. <laughs> yes, in case he showed up on my screen, I primped. Just- <laughs> Just ready, like I would just imagine, like one of those like fifties like girls, like at her nightstand, like uh, brushing yeah. the hair, yeah. waiting. Sixty, sixty-one. <laughs> uh, but no, there is no Jesse, but there is Vamp Xander and Vamp Willow. 
Vamp sand. Did you say vamp sand? I was, but I, I didn't. No, I, I would have liked credit. it if you right. did. Uh, take two. <laughs> um, but no, and Xander has that eyeliner on, which you know. Okay, I you know what? I was like all about vampire Xander. Oh yeah, I liked his the cut of his jib. <laughs> I liked it. He also had that vampire thing where you're like so devoted to your lady. Yeah, and he so was. like there's a part of it that's like a female fantasy of like yeah, just he's so dedicated. He was really dedicated. Whatever she wants, he would do. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about the weird sexiness of what they do to Cordelia later on. Oh, when they yeah. like three something, they like Menage yeah, it was like yeah, was, yeah. I wrote to the sexy three way death of Cordelia Chase. Yeah, I wrote down to remember. No, yeah, totally that's like that's exactly when it. he like grabs Willow's head. Yeah, it's like, like oh, this is something. Yeah, happening. he's like we're doing this together. Yeah, but yeah, they definitely do have like that sort of Spike and Drew sense of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they sort of like have this love and devotion to them, even though they're like demons. Yeah, like, they definitely have that sense of them. The judge yes. would have burned them. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Way too, too much, much humanity in them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're very like natural born killery. Yeah, together. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, and Willow's introduced with the infamous phrase, bored, bored now. now. Ooh, that's her, like her catchphrase. Yeah. Or whenever you know she's evil, you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is very good. She is very, very good. She's Allison evil. Allison Hannigan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. No, no. Sexy Vampire Willow is maybe the best Willow. She's <laughs> so Ooh, that's a, when she a like question. she's so like that line delivery of um when she's like straddling Angel mm-hmm. and Xander like throws the match and she's like careful you almost got my hair yeah and like oh, just she, that like I was like oh my god yeah the performance was amazing she, oh so good um but yeah I was all about it. and you could tell she was having fun with it like. Yes. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. It seemed like everyone was having a lot of fun. Even like you could tell, like Buffy's uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's kind of like, yeah. all right, I could be the bad bitch in this one, yes. and not yeah. like be Buffy Summers, like just mm-hmm. be Commando. Yeah, um, it was cool. It it's was. really kind of cool, like the unintentional foreshadowing mm-hmm. of these characters. Like they all kind of do evolve into who we see them in this episode, like way mm-hmm. down the line. But like Buffy becomes a little bit more hardened, and we yeah. get to see Willow. And everything that happens with her and so it's kind of interesting that these characters this is kind of their future in a sense yeah um when shit like you see like when these are what these characters will become when shit doesn't go their way mm-hmm. like when stuff gets bad and dark these are the yes, people this is be them at their worst yeah for sure for sure like their most base yes and like those moments when when like giles is like we need to come up with a plan of attack and buffy's like i don't play well with others and she's just being very like burr, 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 burr. Yeah. yeah um i mean we see that Buffy, mm-hmm. like late in season seven, yeah. yeah, like we see that person, and we see hints of it even before then. Like, it's, oh, for sure, she's, uh, yeah, that's that is who she is when she doesn't trust her team. Yes, yes. Well, because I mean, we've always kind of known that Buffy feels alone. Like, even though she yeah. has friends, she's very like, I'm the chosen one, which yeah. we've talked about is kind of true. Like, yeah. she is the chosen one, and none of them are. Um, but yeah, things get. She gets hardened. And one of the best, I think, narrative choices in this episode, as much as I love me some Cordelia Chase, is killing her by, like, the second act Yes. Break. Oh, that was yes. awesome. So it was quickly. so great, because you don't expect it. You expect yeah. her to be the hero of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's going to be the one who's, who's going to set everything right? Yeah, because she yeah. figured it out so fast, and it was her wearing the necklace and all yeah. these things. And then, no, Giles is locked. Giles is pretty much pretty Gilesy. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. Gilesy. Uh, is locked in a cage. He's, like, depressed watching. Giles. Yeah. With, he's like Giles with no children. 
Yeah. Well, it's like now they've sort of like taught you that kind of storytelling thing where yeah. now you immediately know like, oh, Cordelia knows everything, She's but she knows that. it way too soon in this episode. Yeah. They're going to keep milking <laughs> this, so something's going to happen to her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th- this is like one of the episodes I remember like vividly watching like the yeah. first time. Like this is one of the ones I always remember like, holy shit. And, like mm-hmm. when she gets killed, is just so like jaw dropping like, how okay what's going on like yeah this is like playing for keeps yeah it was super crazy like and i didn't like obviously it's like i don't know how they're getting out of this one because obviously they will because it's the middle of the season so (laughs) yeah we're not just gonna live in this new world where willow and xander are vampires (laughs) yeah but it was just it was really like unexpected for her to die yeah and it took so long for her to die Mm -hmm. that like you keep kind of thinking like okay someone like is someone gonna come in and stop it like yeah is someone gonna stop it is someone gonna oh stop yeah, it? yeah. No. and you she's just, just like it's yeah. still happening and they're just drinking her blood mm-hmm. for so long and yeah. then she dies so it's uh pretty effective absolutely well and we'll and we'll talk when we get to the end but like <laughs> th- you can really see it like especially with this one and maybe with uh like willow and oz later on but mm-hmm. like xander and willow killing cordelia like is there's like a poetry to all the the deaths. Yeah. Like the right people kill the right person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like it seems like it's really like like it's really powerful having it be Xander and Willow be the ones to kill Cordelia because it services the world that we saw before. Like this mm-hmm. this is a story that has not necessarily consequences because it's an alternate world and everything's reset at the end. Um but it does like allow the emotional stakes to keep playing through mm-hmm. and like it's really cool like yeah like that scene of like it's willow and xander and like doing it sexy yeah. like in what she was just dealing with the fact of them hooking up mm-hmm. and getting together and that's what like turned her into this and having it be what kills her yeah. oh that was it was so gnarly yeah, yeah it was yeah yeah and we we kind of either see like enactments of betrayal or like mm-hmm. revenge sort yeah. of things um and yeah, all of their deaths are very, very poetic in this. And someone's back. <laughs> the master. Uh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't remember which one of you was in love with it was the me. master. <laughs> Ryan will always throw me under the bus um, for that. Throw you under the bus. You, I did not bring it up. Um, so it is interesting because. His nails are longer His though. nails are They long. were not that long before. Well, because now he, he has a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. He has so. not clipped them well, in a year and a half. Also, in. The end of the first season, the reason he was able to leave was because of her. Yeah. So then so how is has, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he figured something else out. Also, no, the, the ascension. It's what what happens in the pilot he succeeds in. That's how he gets out. Oh. But remember when she's down there and he's like, but ha ha, the only reason you came down you here to stop to me. But if you didn't come down here to stop me, I wouldn't be able to leave. Is what he says to her, but maybe it's. Maybe he's talking about opening the Hellmouth because that also happens oh, the same yeah. night. Well, no, so maybe I just he's remember... allowed to leave, but he can't because the Hellmouth didn't open because the library is intact. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was the Ascension thing in the first two, in the pilot episode where he's like he sends what the guy who plays the judge like that big vampire out yeah. to. It seems like that's what succeeded was that plan in the first episode. Oh. So Buffy wasn't around to stop that. Okay. So he was already out and about. He was out yeah, because that was the thing. He would have he would have escaped with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, I that I makes thought, sense. I thought it was interesting though that he was so enterprising mm-hmm. because like I, we've compared him to a lot of other vampires who are a little bit more like New World vampires yeah. or like uh, Trick, who's like 
a man of the internet. And like, <laughs> um, and so it was interesting to me because like, I had kind of forgotten about that subplot where yeah, he's like the factory, thing. the factory thing, because he had never struck me as he just always had seemed like a relic to me. Yeah. And so it was really weird to me. I mean, maybe he would have been enterprising, I guess, but I just never saw him as the type to like give up the old ways of like the kill mm-hmm. for. But this. he did like having worshipers and followers. That so is if true. he could develop a town that's known as the place for you to get blood, where vampires will come, where he's the boss. Yeah. Like, I think it was a means to an end. Plus, it gave us a dark place for the final fight. Yeah. Also, I didn't see it as outside of the realm of possibility. It just was surprising to me because I was just yeah. like, oh, I just didn't expect that he would be like that. But he is kind of jokey. And like, yeah, I mean, his humor is pretty modern. Yeah. Like, he will joke about yeah, things. He joked about the Richter scale. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he jokes about that woman like looking at him. He's like, I can't eat her. She keeps looking at me. Yeah, yeah. So, and it could just be like because he also says that he doesn't like appreciate the kill the way Willow does anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it could just be that like that he just doesn't get anything. Yeah, now that he's yeah. old, he's like, just give me a cup of blood. Oh, I see. Yeah, it could just be that. Like, yeah, you know, like I've believe me i know the lust for the kill i've yeah. been around like, <laughs> but i just want the blood like yeah i'm tired yeah <laughs> i want to be in bed by 11 yeah it's yeah, like i, I want just right when sun i don't even want to watch the sunrise like <laughs> screw that he's <laughs> an old man yeah, who just wants, he just wants what he wants <laughs> there you go um we also have puppy angel who has a tan and I know I we know talked about his was tan. Like, he has quite a tan. It's Puppy Angel. Puppy Angel is very tan. And then I was like, maybe he's that's part of the torture. They like, they like tan him, tan him. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll let a little sunlight and not enough to kill him, mm-hmm. but to give him a tan. But he because he looks like very tan. He looks he looks maybe, like he just got back from Bora Bora. Yeah, and we do have Vamp Willow sitting on him, and she, she is, is pale, pale as the day is long. Yes, so maybe that's what's happening. But it just like I was like, come on, Angel. Maybe they just spent too much money, like, whitening them up. Yeah, they ran out of white paper. You know what? We're just going to work on shadows and light for David Boreanaz. I I did want to mention a thing that I appreciated Cordy does, and it might have been in the interest of time. But before she dies, there's this thing that I hate in shows where someone, like, knows what's going on. And they're like, I need to tell you this thing that's going on. And everyone's like, you're too sick. Like, you need to lay down. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. And then the truth doesn't come out because they right. never speak on it. Yeah. But she's like, shut up. I need to tell you what the deal yeah. is and does tell him. And then he's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Which I appreciated, but that may have just been in the interest of. No, but I do. I have that, that same pet peeve bothers me. Anytime it's, especially a show where there's life and death all the time. Yeah. If Don't say, oh, we'll have this conversation later. You, oh, yeah. You don't know there's co- later. Yeah. Come on, guys. I also hate like when people are like, you're going to have to see this for yourself. And I'm like, just like. If I can summarize in a sentence what you could yeah. see as a viewer, you can just tell them. <laughs> yeah. Like, just tell them. I mean, I know it's repetitive, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big fan of like cutting to right after someone's explained something. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go. Um, but I also like, and I think when I was younger, I was more into it. But the whole MacGuffin thing too, like. What's oh, MacGuffin? You gotta, uh, like, you got to see this. Like uh, Pulp Fiction. Like, what's in the suitcase? Oh, yeah. Like, that whole idea of, like, it's the mystery of that is exciting. Yeah. It isn't to me anymore. Well, yeah. It's tell just, me if you're going to yeah. tell me. Don't tell me if you don't. Right, right, Don't right. bring it up. We'll talk about other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but um, that might just, I'm just like the master. There was a time when I got excited and I was like, oh, yeah. I want to find stuff out. No. Yeah. Just tell me if you want to tell me. Yeah. It's like, I don't care about cool story twists. Just I want emotional beats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't dazzle me with your clever story. No. <laughs> if it's in service of character, fine. Yeah. That's what I want to <laughs> <see>. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was disturbing to see Willow take such pleasure in torturing Angel. Yeah. But we've talked about there. Willow has a dark side. She does. Um, I just, I, I believe that David Boreanaz will find his acting chops soon. <laughs> he does not have them yet. I don't think. And he does as Angelus, which we will see in the next episode. Yeah. But, um, when he's, him being tortured is just him being like, <laughs> it's like a lot of shaky breathing. But I feel like he's been reduced the way he was at the beginning of season three. Oh, yeah. So like, I, just, I, I never think, bought into it. I guess I buy viewer. into it. That's what a person who's completely catatonic is like. Okay. They're not going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I see him acting when I see that. Yeah. As opposed to like, I feel like if Sarah Michelle Geller was tasked with that, I would not see her acting. Or if Anthony, like uh, when Giles was being tortured, like yeah. I bought that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, I'm watching an episode of a thing where I'm watching a guy act. Mm-hmm. So just with him, uh, sometimes when he's being angel, pretty much in any, in most uh, emotional, uh, in, in most emotions, I see angel acting. Okay. I think Dave Boyanas, the thicker he gets, the better, the better actor. actor. Yeah. He keeps when acting he's, When he's skinny yeah. and like, he's got he's the skinny too, face. Like, he's hungry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when he gets into that like bulkier, yeah. like when, basically once he hits Angel. Angel. Re- yeah, because when he's an Angel, mm-hmm. as Angel, he's a good actor. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you have to kind of couch, it's from the perspective of high school. Yeah. And Angel is dealing with a lot beyond high school. Yeah. And so when, without the, av- with it still being told like, through this high school lens. Mm-hmm. Like he just seems a little cheesy a lot of times. Yeah. I think that he's, yeah. Yeah. He's very like, I think yeah. when he <clears throat> is thinking about having sex with Buffy, it's totally believable. <laughs> well, next episode gives plenty. <laughs> no, but like, I feel like, yeah. So maybe it is a weakness in acting, but yeah. like, I feel like that's totally, I buy that. <laughs> um, um, and okay. But Buffy with a scar shows up. Right. And has a great smoky eye, which I Ooh, sort of don't, I love, but I don't know that I buy that from that Buffy. You don't think that Buffy would have a smoky she eye? She wouldn't spend that much time on makeup at all. You know what I she think? Might she might have a plain face. She might do the thing where you put on eyeliner, you sleep on it. That's what I'm saying. Then you put more on. But she th- did like a coal thing. I think she got like some coal I think she eyeliner. went to Sephora and got a makeover. <laughs> it's so well done. So good. It's yeah. really beautiful. Well, but she, I mean, she still has that valley girl sense to her. So she might. Sure. I mean, you could take the girl out of the valley. But you <laughs> yeah. can't you can't take the smoky eye. Yeah. Smoky skills. The one thing she holds on yeah. to. Um, Buffy shows up. Giles is like, hey, I got a plan for you. She's like, Psh, I got my own shit that I yeah. do. She's like, Show just- me where the vamps are. I kill them. That's what I do. I st- I'm going to stick my boot on your table. And spit on spit it. Spit on it <laughs> and walk out. <laughs> Peace. She looks so small. Did you notice yeah. how small she looks? Like She just looks like very young and small. Yes. Especially when she's like, like putting tough. on her, yeah, she's like a child soldier. Yes, that's what she looks like. <laughs> um, um, and she finds Angel and doesn't immediately know he's a vamp. No, she doesn't know immediately. But and also like, 
it's interesting that this like love at first sight thing is not happening for her. Well, it never happened for her. Well, right. It's like so aggressively demonstrated to me this time that like she never was like, I mean, she thought he was hot at first. Well, she was suspicious of him. But yeah, I mean, she wasn't like he was like, oh, my God, like I'm going to have a purpose in my life now that I've seen this beautiful 15 year old. (laughs) But like she never had that for him. No, you're right. She never had that for him. Ugh. But that's okay because we've already decided it's kind of a weird. No, thing. I think it's kind of weird, but I think it it cheapens angels, like love at first I sight think thing. She doesn't feel any of that. Is not necessarily about Buffy at all because he did fall in love with her before he talked to her, before he knew anything about her, <laughs> other than she was cute and she was going to have a big responsibility. So like the, <laughs> he fell in love with the idea, and eventually he got to know her and fell in love with her deeper in that way. But like his. For love at first sight for Buffy, I think, is a much more uh, projection from him. Yes. Than it was really about her. I think both of them, like their relationship is built on something else, like the same emotion, but it's yeah. tied to something else. Like obviously Angel, Angel's bigger desire is to be somebody worthy of Buffy. Mm-hmm. Like more so than his love for Buffy is to be somebody worthy of that. And so yes. I think that's what drives him and Buffy... I mean, I don't want to, I can't really pinpoint exactly what Buffy's is, but like, I guess it's just like having power because so much has been forced onto her, like being Mm -hmm. the slayer and like having no choice that falling in love with Angel, a vampire with a soul is like a big choice. I guess I don't know. Um, I think he also, he also believes in her as a warrior Mm -hmm. and like this beacon of light in a way that nobody else, nobody else at this point believes in her in the same way at no. this point at, at this, this point. somebody else right. I yeah i think that does happen but like <laughs> right now i think so i think he's in love with this idea of her and then i think she's also kind of in love with his idea of her yes yeah. but I, I, she is I, in all, his eyes but their yes. relationship also has other things i'm not trying Wait, to cheapen now, that like now at yeah. this point they have an actual they know each other and so right. there is a personal like stake in it but i think in, in the foundation of it is built on something else i meant to do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so she does let him. She does. She lets him out of the. Cage. She lets him out of the cage, which uh, maybe she is feeling some feelings. Yeah. Do you feel like that? She likes his tan. She does. <laughs> she does. She likes his little a tattoo. Yes. They keep showing that in the next episode. He doesn't really have that tattoo, right? I don't. So someone had to paint that on him. Yeah. Oh, tough job. <laughs> Just like uh, Faith tattoo that, that they real? have to keep painting on Eliza Dushku does not have that tattoo I don't think tattoo does not have that tattoo no tattoo for Dushku are you trying to rhyme like me this is a very rhythmic episode of Hellmouth I'm on seriously but okay so once we've got everybody in the factory we're draining people. Everyone's Shit's going down. They're draining that Asian girl. They're killing the minority. <sighs> when we saw her, I was like, oh, yeah, she's on the show a lot. And then I looked her up. She's not on no, the show a lot. No, she's not on the show a lot. <laughs> she's Gosh. like Nancy. She's in other yeah. things. She's like Nancy. <laughs> she is like Nancy. But she's in like other TV shows. Yeah. Like Dawson's Creek she was on. And I was like, oh, she was just like the token hot. Like not hot, but like um, <laughs> she's hot, but like popular girl yeah. Asian. Yeah, she plays that Asian, character yes. in a million. Like the whitewashed popular asian girl right she was in who doesn't act asian at all but looks asian but like what yeah but yeah i don't mind i mean there's all kind 
No, there's all kinds of Asian. There are all kinds there's of Asian. There's all kinds of Asian. I don't mind that she doesn't act Asian, but I wish she had like more lines before she was murdered. Before. She had no lines. <laughs> Didn't she say... She says, um, she says something mean to Cordelia. to Cordelia during the Jonathan thing. She leans oh, forward and yes. says, oh, no. And she also says, Cordy, you should get out there. Start dating again. And then they're like, and then Harmony's like, follow me. And then they walk over and then they point out Jonathan. Oh, I don't think I caught that. That was the same. <laughs> yeah. That's her line. Oh. Yeah. And then she dies. And then she dies. So, and she's poked. <sighs> they like desanguinate her. They do desanguinate her. Yeah. I watched a lot of true crime. That's I got that word. But when we really get into the fighting, it goes slow-mo. Yeah, with like sad, like Sarah McLaughlin well, yeah, type music. Yeah, because we have to watch yeah. Buffy murder Xander. Yeah. And yeah. Oz kill Willow. I feel like that must have been so fun for them to shoot, like uh-huh. to get to fight each other. Like that's kind of fun. Because there were scenes where there weren't doubles because it was yeah. all slow-mo. So they were just like... <laughs> Yeah. I think my favorite slow mo shot is the master's like final shot on her. Yeah, she, he like hits her, and then she like stands there. Yeah, that looks like they they're just like, well, we thought we shot it properly to be able to cut around it. Yeah, yeah. nope. <laughs> We're gonna have to hold on to that yeah. shot. I did think though that um, her face, like she does a good job of going from like so hardened, yeah, um, to like looking like doll like and innocent yeah. in death. And, and again, it was one of those ne- neck breaks. Yes, which we've break. talked about how that is the most disrespectful thing a vampire can do. Yeah, is not drink your blood. Is just say, "Hey, I don't even want your blood. I just I want to destroy you. your life. You're done." And yeah, Buffy's only release is death. <laughs> just to wow foreshadow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think that I know it was her first time, but I feel like. Angel took care of her <laughs> on her birthday. No, what? No, no. I don't. I was making a joke, but now I do have to think about it. No, he didn't. We can cut all this out. This is from another episode. Yeah. Well, maybe he did in the dream one. In oh, the in the dream, Listen, the dream, the dream. She woke Soap up. Soap City, USA. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was release. Uh, there was a full release. Straight up like straddle yeah. sitting. Like, yeah. Ooh, this, that was yeah. hot for the for the WB. Yeah, yeah, that was that was hot for the WB. And lots of naked back. Yeah. Lots of naked back. Well, and it's funny, and we're jumping to the next episode, but compared to the sex flashbacks that we got in season two, it's like a whole nother world. No, it is. They've grown up a They're, lot. Like it's yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like ooh, ah, ooh. Yeah, those um, are high school seniors. So like people just all right, they're high school seniors. It's a little yeah. ickier when they're juniors. Yeah, yeah, it is. So. And she did have that baby face. Yeah, she did. And yeah, no, it is. It's it's. I feel like they felt better framing it in like love making. Yeah, back then. Then and now it's like all passion. Yeah. Um. Okay, but we got to finish this. Up okay. Soon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> We Giles summons Anyanka because Giles is super smart in any He's so universe. Smart. He's always got his watcher hat on. Sometimes he doesn't wear his glasses. Yeah, he didn't, and he was kind of grizzled. Oh yeah, he'd seen things this time. Yeah, yeah. I liked his vibes in this one. Too. I hope he dated Jenny Calendar, even if she still died. Oh, I see. There's a lot of people like I was like, is Snyder around? Because. The principal before mm-hmm. probably wasn't murdered, maybe. Yeah, is the mayor around? Yeah, what's the mayor doing? Is he still planning on ascending? Yeah. Or, is, yeah. or has the master sort of kiboshed that plan? Yeah, I don't know what... I, w- I was wondering about the mayor, too, because I was like... Um, oh, and also, 
up until the like his master plan, the yeah. mayor, his like thought was to like keep the balance of things, right? Yeah. Like and it seems like it's things were way bananas out of balance. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what so he's maybe he'd already left town. <laughs> he skipped town. He, he went like, to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. He's in Cleveland. Um uh oh, but so everyone starts fucking dying because everyone's killing and everyone's dying. Yeah. Um, And uh, Angel gets staked. Yeah. And he's like, Buffy. And she just walks through the dust. Yeah. Yeah, That's 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 the sad part. That was sad. Mm -hmm. Is that he, she's just like, she's like, okay. Yeah. 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 And then I, for me, that one was really sad to me. Seeing Buffy kill Xander, like I understood why it was sad, but I just didn't feel that sad. Oz killing Willow. That was the one for me. Yeah. Where it was like Larry grabs Willow mm-hmm. and then Oz is like, I'm going to take care of this yep. and kills her. And kills her. I don't, I don't like, I'm going to have to like watch p- vampires get dusted like in detail again because mm-hmm. that like, you could really see her die. Yeah. It looked that really was, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, like you could the see, skull. Yeah. And then like her, you like, there's like orange in yeah, the dust yeah, like when yeah. you see your hair fade away. It was really well done. Like yeah, and the dusting. dust like floated really yes. realistically. Like and, it, yeah. and we're doing the slow mo thing, so I feel like it enhanced. Like if it, if things had been poorly done, it would have stood out. Yeah, like yeah. that one movie yeah, with, yeah. with Buffy. Like if anything was not right, it would stick out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, yeah, they did a great job. The music was great. Yeah. And then how sad of when ja- when Anya is like. How do you even know that the other world is better? Yeah. And he's like, it has to be. Oh, I love that. Yeah, line. that's like, such a good that's line. Devast- yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, because it has to be. Oh, uh, yeah. <sighs> what's what's weird about this episode, and I, I have no idea how it, if this is how it evolved or not, but it starts with the wish, I wish Buffy had never come to Sunnydale, mm-hmm. which m- makes you think that you're about to get an It's a Wonderful Life episode. <laughs> where we find all of these ways that the world is worse because Buffy's not there. Yeah. And like Buffy realizes how important she is. Yeah, but it is not that she has no idea. She has no idea. No, Cordelia doesn't learn a lesson. No, no one learns from this. No, no one. I mean, sees Anya this. knows, I guess, but yeah, Anya is the only one yeah. who gets anything out of this episode. Ultimately, yeah. But even her, I don't know that she cares enough about Sunnydale no, current doesn't. to care about Sunnydale past. Oh no, she she yeah, she yeah. doesn't give a shit. She just I mean, knows. She event- yeah, she eventually <laughs> cares about these characters. Yeah, because we'll see Anya. Again. Yay! Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> love her right now. It's just a weird wish where her power source got destroyed. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting because the log line does feel like it's going to be life affirming for someone or someone's going to learn a lesson. Yeah. And no, no, no one learns a lesson. No. I mean, Cordelia starts to get over her, her anger, mm-hmm. but that's just because she had a nice conversation with a new girl at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and we get to <laughs> see like the Scoobies laughing away talking and yeah that was a great ending and then like I happy music it. yeah you need that after that like darkness of yeah the... they all murder each Oof. other yeah Oof. do you think larry ever came out in that other universe there's no time well or there's Xander's all this not around to yeah but there's more him. time right like if you think you're gonna die maybe you take your oh, chances maybe i just i i don't know i, I just want him to be happy well, yeah, it wasn't going to happen in that world. No, not in that world. Yeah. So, the next episode. <laughs> yeah, speaking of... Oh, I did laugh. Think uh, of, think of ha- happy episodes. Yeah. Amends. <laughs> um, just uh, uh, quickly, I, I did like... You can kind of see why they liked Anya so much and kept mm-hmm. her around. Because, like, her frustration when she's like, 
done. Yep. Done. And the like, performance it, it was so like, it was subdued, but it was, it was really funny. I laughed out loud. No. And, and I, I think we probably did. We underpraised her. I think because she is great. She is if so we good. never saw her again. I think we would have spent way more time talking about how much we liked her. Yeah. In yeah. Episode. Like, Oh, we wish we could have seen more of her. Yeah. Cause yeah. she, she nails like this, the kind of the, the frustration Mm-hmm. The amusement, the like, the power in her scene with Giles, the unbridled fury. Yes, Ugh. how dare a man summon yeah. her? Yeah, like all of that. She she was great. She was a great villain, especially a villain who doesn't actually give a shit about. Yeah, <laughs> well, she's like <laughs> above this. Like that's what's kind of cool about these two episodes is mm-hmm. like the villain is above the normal stakes. Yeah, you have to usually like they're the next step above. The normal, like, I got a patrol and hunt for vampires and right. maybe demons are going to show up. Like, yeah. that's, like, next level shit, what they have to deal yeah. with. Um, yeah, Anya, I love her. She, it, it I, I mean, it's it's funny when she comes back and, like, just seeing the rest of her progression mm-hmm. for, through the season. But, like, just her evolution through the series yeah. is awesome. She's, yeah. It's, she won 80s, like, so much. Mm-hmm. Because she's now, like, I love the fact that she's now stuck in the last persona. And yeah. it's... 17 year old girl Mm -hmm. and she like uh is forced to do a lot of growing up in a very short period of time yeah and like i when we were mentioning her like i was remembering her arc and Mm -hmm. like getting chills i was like oh my god i i love i love her yeah amends amends we open with a murderous christmas That's oh, yeah. what I wrote. <laughs> no, we open with Angel's mustache. Oh, I wrote Vamp Angel has satanic facial hair. Oh, he, like, oh yeah, he's, he, he looks like a like cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got that like he was like burp, burp. The mustache and, like, and then a little, just like, a little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a little pointy thing. <laughs> he tied. He probably Spike probably stole his stuff from him because Angel definitely tied people to railroad tracks. Yeah, oh, like yeah. old yes. school, like Dudley Do Right level. Yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> because of his accent, that's why we got you this. Yeah. Because Thank you. He <laughs> is horrible. It's not good. He It seems like it's getting better. He's not being forced to speak as much. Yeah. Too. They let they let um the guy in the scene with him do a lot more talking. Yeah. Because he's a little better at it. He is a little better. What was his relationship to Angel? He I was just another a, guy at the friend. poker table. Because oh. he he's like he owed him ga- he didn't pay his gambling debts or something. Oh, okay. That's what they said, and so Angel like took him out and then yeah. killed him. This mm-hmm. is like still small potatoes, Angelus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one is just like still kind of being a human as opposed to like the horrific beast he becomes. Yes, I mean, and we kind of see that escalate with the next person chronologically that he yeah. the the chambermaid that he seduces mm-hmm. slash. Rape kind of rapes, slash murders. Yeah. yeah. We also don't get a date on these times. No. Because they're dreams, so we don't know exactly where they mm-hmm. line up in his story. Or, or where of... Darla is at this time. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, because it seems Darla should be around, right? Mm-hmm. She turned him. But maybe these are kills he that nag at him because it was just him making these decisions. Right. And not Darla he's, and yeah, he's like, not being pushed. And same by... with Jenny Calendar. Like, he was not he did that completely on his own volition. It mm-hmm. wasn't, no, I mean, it, I guess it was partially to get at Buffy, but no one was making him yeah. do that decision. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's being haunted by his kills. Yeah. Um, and Buffy, I mean, she's dealing with something really important of her own. <laughs> A what? set of baby bangs. 
Oh yeah, I was. Gonna, that's I my second. That's that's short, my short, short bangs. That's so my short, second short, short. note. Is is this the first appearance of the bangs? Oh, yeah, God, it is, and they're so tiny. They're okay. So, uh, like maybe eight months ago, mm-hmm. it was around um the diversity auditions. Okay, I was like in a rush, and I was like leaving my house, and I was like, oh fuck, my bangs are really long, and I always trim my own bangs. Yeah, but they were really wet, and I like pulled on them hard and cut, and they were like this short, and no. I was like, oh damn this looks really bad and it was like two days before the audition oh no so i was like oh i guess i'm that person now like I'm i the don't person. remember seeing them they Did were you, like pin them and stuff no you just lived with them i lived with them my hair grows very quickly yeah so so it wasn't too long it wasn't too long before they returned to normal <laughs> oh no but they were very baby like i seeing that i was like oh that's what i looked like baby I bang buffy i think she looks considering she's an 18 year old in 1998 Mm-hmm. Uh, 98 or nine. nine okay so she's an 18 year old in 1989 in or 1999 in southern california she's fine yeah she's fine she's fine and also she's able it's to like part them at, at times yeah she doesn't have it the full episode and it's only like 10 hairs well, the <laughs> fact that she doesn't have it the whole episode makes me think she realized it was a mistake and then started like she, you can do like, that with bangs you can yeah, like gel you can them ge- into yeah. your i was hair. just gonna say that you can gel them in to hide it or maybe the the hair people realize their mistake. It's like, yeah. oh, maybe Sarah Michelle Geller got them. Yeah. Like, fought for the bangs. Uh-huh. It's like the split the difference. And like, we can't, we can't continue to shoot yeah. with this situation. Somebody realized a mistake was made yeah. and yeah. corrected, it, corrected half, it like half and half. But they had that first baby, little bit. Baby, baby, baby bangs. bangs. Um, the spotlight moment in the dream. Like, oh my God. That second dream, like the mm-hmm. spotlight. Directed. I was like, bangs. That's all I saw was the bangs. Um, and her big, big, baby eyes yeah uh, but it's christmas time in sunnydale but it's Hanukkah warm time. it's too hot okay <laughs> i wrote that down willow is very hostile yeah about christmas i can't remember if there's a reason why she's jewish that's what they're like i think this was kind of a thing in pop culture okay at the time i i mean it could just been like oh yeah that's right willow's jewish let's Throw yeah. that in there, but I for some reason I kind of think like Jewish characters pushing back against Christmas was like really a was thing. a thing, and it it felt more like something like an adult writer yeah. would stick yeah, in yeah, yeah, than yeah. it felt like because Willow she's known these people forever yeah like they and she knows they're not mad like yeah I don't yeah know. they it know they, everyone like knows weird, yeah it wasn't like they said what did you get for Christmas Willow. Right, yes. they're just talking about they're Christmas just talking in front of it. you. Mm-hmm. Well, Buffy even has that thing. Uh, she's like, "What are you doing?" Like, yeah. uh, it's Hanukkah, not Christmas. She's like, no, I just meant like for vacation. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't matter what holiday it is, we still have the next two weeks off. Yeah. So I'm just and, asking to be a nice friend yeah. and know what you're doing. Yeah. But and I, I know Jewish people, so I know that actually Hanukkah happened two weeks ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not, that's the other like, thing. Yeah, Hanukkah happens done, early babe. in December. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so she was a little bit aggressive. She was. For Willow. Yes. Um, oh, my God. But I'm just... Everybody is so sad in this episode because we also have Faith turning down a Christmas invite from Buffy. In Because she's makeup. going to a big party. Oh, gosh. Oh. When she keeps saying big party... Uh, oh. so the saddest sad. obvious lie. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Like, you don't even... Saying big party, you're digging your grave. Yeah. Just say yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, Big party. But you know what? It might have been one of those things where she was like... Like, please keep pushing me about yes. this. Well, yeah. and she does show up. So, mm-hmm. obviously, she isn't committed to this big party. Uh, yeah. 
Because Faith's been to big parties before. She, yeah. I would imagine Faith knows how to talk about parties like in a, <laughs> yeah. non, in a non-lame way. Without using the words big party. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this obviously is like a cry for help. Yeah. Like she'd probably be like, killer bash or something. Yeah. Like. yeah. When that apart, uh, the, the hotel room does a good job of quietly begging Buffy yeah. to like keep pushing. Yeah. The TV's not working. She's got her and lights the up lights in there. lights up in their tiny little hotel room. And it's like with those dirty walls. Oh. Yeah, it is sad. Um, also... <clears throat> Joyce and Buffy are shopping for Christmas trees. Yeah. And Joyce is very touchy about Giles. Yeah, Giles is not invited to Christmas dinner. This is my favorite subplot of season three. I love, uh, yes. Growing sexual tension of (laughs) Giles and Joyce and and stuff that happened that is yet to be revealed publicly to Buffy. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a fun develop it's a fun thing to see. Kind yeah, of pop up again. Yeah, but there are these trees that are just—they up and died. Oh, but you can get a deal on them. I wrote, "Is that man seriously <laughs> trying to sell those trees?" What? I've. I, who would buy those? I've. I haven't actually worked on a Christmas tree lot, but I've had friends who worked at Christmas tree lots. You just want to sell them. You so just even want to move, the, move, move trees, trees. <laughs> get trees out of there because you're gonna have to deal with them afterwards. <laughs> But yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'd be less likely to buy a tree at a place that had a whole section of dead ones. That's true. Because I'd be like, mine's going to die. But that's why he's selling. That's why he's no. pushing them. Okay, but Push the put dead Put them in a bonfire. Also, okay. It would smell really the, bad. The, and get... <laughs> Guys, don't burn, your, don't burn your Christmas tree. It doesn't actually work. Um, the the thing, too, where the, the like prophecy thing says like nothing will grow above or below. Yeah. Those trees aren't growing. They're just. Yeah, it, that is the other tree. Dead. Yeah. Well, unless it's one of those Christmas tree farms where there are trees in the they're, ground. What? Or maybe they just die faster. I think if you go to the, I think there's actual place. I don't think there are any in Sun- Sunnydale. I don't think there's any in LA. But I think there is such <laughs> a thing as you go to a place and they cut down your tree. Where you can like go like go two places and yeah. cut your tree down. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But I've never seen that. one, so I don't, I don't even know. Like, I'm assuming. I it think is, it's but... the difference between a Christmas tree lot and a Christmas tree farm. I think yeah. if you go to a oh, tree okay. farm, they've built the trees from. <laughs> they've built them from the ground. <laughs> Wait, so here's my question, though, because they don't God grow in a year. Ground, they don't grow in a year. So do you just like oh, you have a lot different of lots, and then you're like, okay, this is like the 2000, mm-hmm, like wine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know how a vineyard works. You 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 have a vineyard, right? In your family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kelly doesn't know if she wants to do this. I don't know. (laughs) She said yes, but her eyes said no. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think okay, but some of this sometimes I make logical deductions and just think they're true. Yeah, so it could be I'm. (laughs) (laughs) So it could be I'm doing that. But yeah, Um, a a Christmas tree lot is usually pre-cut trees, and they're already they're in like a dumb stand that's not as good as the stand that you need your sometimes house. they're just propped up yeah like just against a wall yeah i'm yeah. buying a tree against a wall well you, you like <laughs> put up like, like oh. Im- individual like fencing in between yeah them, uh, okay yeah they're yeah. like they're fencing, not each I could do. in their own little yeah. holder like yeah. they're like leaning and then when you get home you cut off the bottom so that you can put it in mm-hmm. in your little cup <laughs> you in your coffee cup in your coffee cup yeah <laughs> Um, no, I haven't bought a big tree in a while. 
<laughs> Sorry. You're really out of the Christmas tree buying game. No, there could be stands that I don't even know about. I mean, my parents yeah. each have a tree. So like when I come home, there's usually a tree and I can mm. look at it and stuff. <laughs> but I I have not bought a Christmas tree stand. I have no. a Christmas tree stand. Yeah. I well, do. And how long it's been since 98, 99. Like yeah. how much the Christmas tree selling game has changed. I mean, you used like, to be able to sell dead I feel like trees. It's, I feel like it's a pretty static market. Like I don't think there's a lot of things You don't happening. think there's a lot of innovation no, in the Christmas tree market? I don't think it's a, it's an, it's like an evolving. This is why you're going to get left behind. I know. I'm on the wrong side of history with these Christmas trees. Um, <laughs> uh, but you're right. It, it's not growing above. Uh, we had a senior prank uh in high school where all the seniors like took all the Christmas trees from the dump and planted mm-hmm. them in the quad and it looked really cool but they got in really big trouble because it like fucked up the quad. So there were a bunch <laughs> of dead trees. Well they weren't that dead because it was like the day after Christmas. Okay. So it was like they were still green. So it looked like a forest. That's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But then um, So you know a lot about this. I know I, yeah. This is what I've been trying to tell you guys. <laughs> I um, don't think that's true. No. I haven't. I have been flip flopping. Um, um I also wrote this I my fir- my note here also very bad with a mustache. Angel. I mean bad like looking evil. Oh. He doesn't he doesn't look good with facial hair. His face does not hold facial hair well. No. He well, was meant he was meant to be clean. He's shaven. meant to clean shaven. I wonder how he could look with his own facial hair. I think I've seen him like David Boreanaz with scruff oh, with his scruff. and he I think is still an attractive person. Oh yeah, I, think it's I these, believe that. I think it's, it's the you slap a mustache on him, <laughs> but honestly, do it to anyone. Let's watch an rad. episode of Bones and see if he has any yeah. facial hair. Yeah. I'm picturing a very specific. This sounds so bad. Um, I'm picturing a very specific thing that I must have seen at some point on Tumblr, where he's like in a bathtub. Ryan. And he has to. <laughs> we can cut this out if it makes no, you uncomfortable. It doesn't. I can I'm find a picture. The listener. Like, All right, I'm actually. I'm gonna. Get yeah, that note was for the listener. You can switch this off. <laughs> Just skip ahead for a few seconds. Makes thing. you uncomfortable. Uh, speaking of stuff that makes uncomfortable, uh, Buffy has her like going back to the Buffy sex dream and everything. Mm-hmm. Completely breeze past the fact that she's having it in the middle of the library yes. on her end. Oh like, while everyone's God. just sitting around her while she's, she's having this intense sex dream. She, yeah. Very weird. Very intense sex dream. Yeah. That was a very intense, sexy... Oh, got the picture? That's what I was thinking of. That, okay. <laughs> and that facial hair isn't even that good. <laughs> it's really so... I'm thinking of a more, like, just, like, I'm scruffy... Oh, that's... Like that is he's got like he's gorgeous. just got the little. <laughs> no, that's not even like a soul patch. Wish, that's like dimple hair. Yeah, I wish I had is. not it's, offered to look it no, up. It looks All like I, the Satan. I'm hair. just saying I could picture him in a bathtub. <laughs> and with a soul patch now, so yeah, two just for a one. soul patch uh, and mustache. This is just like a real like devil look. I think this is the picture I've seen before, and he's got mm-hmm. a mustache. Uh, yeah, that he looks. He looks like he's growing like the Inanga Montoyo. Yeah, sort of thing. like the mustache. He's he's growing what we see him in in this episode. Yeah, that's what, what that? it looks like. If you uh, just a little <laughs> listener tip, if you Google David Brianna's scruffy and you scroll down, I'd say about twenty five pictures. There's some interesting manipulations <laughs> that you get to see his like face photo. on other bodies. 
Oh, I was going to say, should there, should there be some safe search <laughs> keys put in on this? <laughs> um, listeners, I trust you to make whatever choice is best for your family. But yeah. SFW. <laughs> <laughs> he does like this. Like, oh, that looks good. Yeah. That like, looks good. Like, yeah. He yeah. looks good there. Yeah, it's just like a, a man about. hasn't shaven in a couple yeah. days. Yeah. That's, Sometimes he doesn't shave for a couple days and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor's just getting really personal about this because he has i have scruff he has and scruff. I was just like so has he have the whole time he's been like i hope they're not talking about no me. but it, even if i if i like if you put a fig mustache on top of your face <laughs> it wouldn't work for you yeah and that's not me that's, being mean no that's no, fair no, no, no. that's fair 100 fair that mustache but at the same time like even if i if i couldn't pull off the david boreanaz from that picture the mustache thing if like you I shaved said, like just everything but mustache and and the little dimple the little thing. Dimple. And then you it got in a tub. Awful. And, and then you got like in a tub. Like out of the tub. You're like, what? <laughs> Send me that pic. I'll try and recreate that picture. <laughs> please, please, please. We'll put it on for, our website. Okay. <laughs> for Thursday. <gasps> oh my God. That'll be the new manip. <laughs> Manipulation. <laughs> manip. <laughs> the new man nip. <laughs> <laughs> Weekly man nip. Um, man nip I said out loud, Xander, what? When she's like having this intense conversation with Giles. Mm-hmm. And then Xander like comes out from like behind a curtain or something. Where yeah. is he in the library? And he's, he's like, like, "Oh, I agree. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do this." Yeah. It's like, where'd you come from? I don't know. Maybe it was something he learned when he was a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Is like that is just like weird, and they just breeze past it. Yeah. But then when Willow shows up, they're like, "It's she's like her showing up is the punchline for a joke." Yeah. And just like that's how you do it. Yeah. Xander, you're just weird and just yeah. showing up yeah. out of nowhere. Like such a weirdo. Was he around the corner waiting for the conversation yeah. to be done? Yeah. He was he waiting for a good time for him to say yeah. what he wanted to say. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then they go see Willie. I yeah. love Willie. I liked, <laughs> I actually liked this scene with Willie and Xander. I do too. Buffy. It does. And we I feel like maybe it's because someone said it last time we saw Willie, but like it feels like a scene out of Angel. Yeah. No, more yeah, than it's Buffy. Very so yeah. yeah it, this, it, I, I kind of feel like this was a backdoor pilot for Angel, mm-hmm, this whole mm-hmm, episode. Yeah. It was very much focused on him. Like not not to say we haven't seen Angel focused episodes, but this felt like purposeful in the Mm -hmm. sense of like selling who angel is like we definitely the whole episode is like a crash course on who the character of angel is Mm -hmm. and the stakes he goes like he's dealing with and the sort of world he inhabits and yeah we get to see this noir thing with willie and everything no i think that's absolutely true and it is i mean it was like the day that the season three uh had a finale that they announced the spinoff was happening Mm. so like um they definitely those people at the WB were thinking about it. It was, um, it was funny. I thought it was funny when, um, they were, so in, inside the bar, it seems very like dark and like very noir and like, yeah. Um, the lighting's really low and then they step outside and it's like full daylight. (laughs) And it's also, and this is just a very Sunnydale thing too, but the streets of Sunnydale are so clearly a back lot. Oh, like yeah. yes. there's such a back lot. So like you go from like what kind of looks like a bar and yeah. then you're like, we're back on the back lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look, it, it's like jarring. Yeah. Anytime they're outside. And the light is so that LA light. Yes. That doesn't feel like anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if this is the next thing that happened. The next note I have is about, uh, sexy willow. Oh, Oh, willow seduction. The Barry white. Um, I mean, all I wrote though is that we know that someone has brought Angel back so far. 
Yeah. Up to the sexy willow. And then we have sexy willow. And then we have sexy willow. Which we kind of needed some relief because Angel is getting deeper and deeper into depression. Yeah. Over what he's experiencing. He's Um, losing his mind. He's losing his mind. Yeah. And he's being tempted by Buffy in this like very active, aggressive way. Mm hmm. Um, so we kind of needed a little Willow playing Barry White, even if it was the most hard to watch thing. It was really awkward. Um, also the like soda in the ice in the like champagne (laughs) thing. That was like pretty embarrassing. I mean, honestly, maybe you guys disagree and it's okay. Maybe I'm just. What? Playing Barry White to signal to someone that you want to have sex with them—it's much—it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Like if you've been dating someone for six months, six months, maybe six years, and like (laughs) as a joke, when they get home from work, you put on Barry White, like, hey, sure, but like other, I because I really racked my brain for times where it's not. No, it's not seductive. Well, so cheesy. Okay, so here's—I think it really signals her immaturity and like yeah. the fact that she is not ready to have sex yeah if you think barry white is sexy you're not yeah, ready you're not for ready sex. and she like <laughs> can't even say sex well is that her or is that the show oh but because nobody on the show i don't even think buffy says sex yeah no. there's stuff like that with like so you watch like kids cartoons mm-hmm. they'll never say kill they'll say destroy and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. so it could be something like that where they have to dance around it okay. like I'm ready I'm yeah. ready yeah. like for what? I'm ready to do this with you yeah I'm re- I want you, know, you to this. see that I'm in it yeah Ooh. but they also show a lot of back in this episode they show so much back so much sexy back so much sexy so. back and lap straddling and of course Oz the perfect boyfriend says no Willow Let's not sleep together yet. I'm not I'm not ready. He's really good at looking like overwhelmed and like what do I do? He's really good. Well, at- what do you do when your girlfriend invites you over to watch videos and starts playing Barry White? That was really embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> like <laughs> and he was like down. He, he was he went there for the videos. Yeah, he wanted he, to watch was, videos. He, to, he like, was not like, and watch videos. Yeah, he was not like under the assumption like oh maybe. Yeah, like he was fully like we're gonna watch some funny videos. Yeah, he's like I really like videos. Yeah, well, yeah. Should they just have a mixtape of funny? What, what are they watching? I don't know what they're gonna watch. They're gonna watch videos. <laughs> maybe it's Faces of Death. <laughs> Or that was the only video like passed around yeah. like, before YouTube and everything. Oh my god! Or uh, just like the ring. That's what yeah, I watch. It's Roots. What is Roots? It's a mini series. They're gonna watch the mini series <laughs> <Yeah>. Roots. <laughs> we had it on video. I'm just thinking of like what weird videos from my childhood. Oh, um, but yeah, it's a very awkward scene. Luckily, they don't sleep together because oh, it would have been too much. Um, though. Now that I'm thinking about music she could play, it's better that she's not playing Dingo's Ate My Baby, right? Is that Whoa. What? <laughs> like sitting seductive to his music? Uh, and she's like, oh, I really just like the bass part. The bass is thrumming through my body right now. <laughs> the worst word of that was thrumming for some reason. Because uh, <laughs> I can totally hear Willow trying to say it. You yeah. just be like, oh, 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 God. I don't even think sexy vamp Willow could pull off no, that line. No, <laughs> no, no. Um... But it was good. It was good to have a it, nice little It was a nice change of pace. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, I agree. Here's the other thing. It's hard because now we're grownups and we've seen the show a bunch of times. 
But I'm sure there were people who were who cared when Willow and Oz were going to sleep together, whether Oz had slept with any other mm. people. Like, I'm sure there were people who cared. I do. I do not care now. Yeah. But I could like so I think probably for some people it was giving them their teen drama fix. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I was curious if if he was a virgin. Now, as an adult watching it, I was like, is he, a, is he a virgin? I feel like he's only slept with groupies like on tour. Whoa, that's like a pretty big like jump. Because he seems non-committal either way. Like it's mm-hmm. you don't you. I still don't know if he is or not. Like, well, he know. said he was not a virgin. She's like, you've done this before. And he's yeah. like, yeah, that doesn't mean I'm ready to do it with you. That's true. He yeah, says, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. That's true. Ready to do with you? I think maybe he and Devin shared a girl once. Ew. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm invested or think about these things. <laughs> no, but it just feels like he's probably. I got the feeling that he maybe he's had sex, but he's never made love. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, he's never made love. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he just he just bang a groupie with his friend. Yeah, totally. Well, um, like they took turns. Like one, it was just one hotel room, right? But then Devin like tagged him in by leaving the hotel room, not physically tagging. Oh, he was just like like he was like so they it was like a relay race. <laughs> I started running. <laughs> He like passed the baton. They had a baton. Oh my god! Yeesh. What a What's mess. That baton? <laughs> yeah, what is that baton? Sex baton. Is that a thing? Sex yet? baton. Um, Probably is. Um, okay, so we discover that the the thing, the force that has brought Angel back, right? Because mm-hmm. like we've kind of been taking for granted that he's back, right? Buffy's brought it up a few times. Like, what? what? She's like, how, how did weird. this happen? Huh? But yeah, she's not a researcher. Um, but we've discovered that it's the first evil. And ooh. that, yeah, ooh, uh, and it is taking the form mostly of Jenny Calendar. Yes, um, and uh, trivia that Jenny Calendar, in between uh, her first take on Jenny Calendar, mm-hmm. the actress, became a born again Christian and was hesitant to take the role uh, because she was being asked to play the first evil. And there is an interpretation of the first evil that would make it satan yeah well i mean but the, the form it takes when it disappears in the split second like, yeah yeah that's very very like balrog mm-hmm. demonic like old yeah. school devil mm-hmm. looking yeah she's kind of pushing him she's like you know twisting the knife kind of making yeah. him kind of a little bit more crazy and occasionally taking the form of the handmaiden mm-hmm. that he rapes and kills and that poker man yeah I mean- and the random ass guy from some time before. Oh, yeah, the one who was on the way home to his family or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you murdered, he murdered his whole family. Yeah. That was from oh, yeah. a later Angelus. That was, like, the more cruel, crazy yes, Angelus. Yes, yes, Because he yes. set up all the bodies. The well, that, right when he's like, when I kissed my child. But that also seemed like nowadays? Because he was dressed, like, in a suit. Like, it... it, it oh, do you think it happened last was, year? It might have been. Oh, shit. I hadn't thought he, about that. He, yeah, yeah. That's something I'm just putting together yeah, right yeah. now. Like, the time frame of it, he... If he's dressing the way the first it takes the form of them basically when they die, if that guy's wearing a regular suit, then that yeah, would have had to have been last year. Oh, that's upsetting. Because yeah, yeah, the other time it would be like in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and everybody else is wearing suits like that. And this guy uh, Yeah, I didn't oh, catch I didn't enough catch, of I, a glimpse of him. Interesting. Yeah, he's definitely wearing a suit. And so, I just forget how because yeah, it was a long time oh, ago. So this was had, like Angelus part two. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yikes. That's probably um, why that random ass guy like really sticks to him. Yeah, he's like 
Jenny Calendar. So he, him and Jenny Calendar are the new bodies yes. to add to all the old ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and the first really gives voice to the, you know Angel's deepest fears about what he is and what he will become. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, so he's like losing it and Willow's seducing. Well, attempting. Attempting. And then... Succeeding with me. <laughs> that, uh, you were very quiet when we were talking about Barry White. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, that's the good Barry White song. There's the other... There's That's like... If you're going to... if I forget. It's like the the other one. Like... I mean, the, a lot of his like sexy Let's time songs. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. No, yeah. that's Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Well, the, yeah, he has another one, but it's it's not the one that we heard. Yeah, I think, or else I'm misremembering it. No, but yeah, I but think she, we heard "Can't Get Enough." What didn't we hear? Like my darling. Nah. Then I guess yeah. Can't get enough of your love, babe. babe. I don't know. I don't know, know why. <laughs> okay, what about singing that song? Is that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is really hot in here, right? <laughs> Um, so while all this is happening, uh, Faith shows up to Buffy's house for Christmas with her crappy gifts. Yep. She keeps saying they're crappy, which is such a, I felt sad for her when she kept doing that. Yeah. She's trying to manage expectations Mm -hmm. and downplaying it in case they think it sucks. It's like, oh, I was telling you it sucked the whole time. Poor Mm -hmm. Faith. Poor Faith. Faith. I feel bad for Faith. You're gonna like those comics. (laughs) Good, good. It really deals with Faith. It's awesome. Good. Um, and then Buffy... Has to run off to take care of Angel. Yep. Because she's worried about him. Because he does a swan dive out of her window. He's oh, like, I can't is- handle it. <laughs> I'm too was- close to your blood. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. That was like, I don't know. There's something different about that unhinged when you see him like faced off against mm-hmm. Buffy in that yeah. sense. Like it was like kind of rapey vibe of it. Like, Yeah, for sure. Because she looks so innocent and she's just mm-hmm. like, how can I help you? Yeah. And also, like, the camera kind of, like, moving, mm-hmm. it, like, really makes you feel, like, off kilter. Yeah. Yeah. And with <clears throat> Jenny Calendar lurking behind mm-hmm. Yeah, all the times Buffy. you see Jenny, Ooh. it's really, because, like, almost out of, she's almost out of focus. She is, A lot is, of times yes. the camera's focused on Buffy and her reaction to watching There's Angel. There's, like, a fisheye lens. Yeah, and you see, yeah. Yeah, you, oh, it's the 90s, so it's got to be a fisheye yeah. lens. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see Jenny Calendar just sort of hanging in the background, just, like, right over Buffy's shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So he... Jumps out the window. He keeps looking at the bed. He's looking at her perfectly made white bed. <laughs> you notice that? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to defile it. Yeah. Well, one, this ties into it, but the random line from Joyce, Angel's on top again. Yeah. I was like, you didn't have, what, who you, says you, that? Yeah. That's such a twist. Yeah. That's such a leap. No one would, I've never, I've never said anything <laughs> even approaching that to talk about what's going to go on top of the tree. Yeah. I usually say, which one do we want to use? This star or this star? Or like, do you want to use this? I've never been like star on top. I don't think I've ever said that. I mean, she was saying, so you're an angel of fucking again? I'm just yeah. kidding. It's an angel. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what's the, what she I, said. I yeah. Mean, I think I do. You do? I mean, sure. Because it's like, we don't use definite articles. So angel or star? Pick one. So right. angel on top? We grew up in different homes, Kelly. I know. You're acting like I, my my disagreement is saying that you're wrong. No, I, no, no. I think I I don't know. You think but you I also feel that. like that I'm a fan of the star on top, so maybe I'm just listening for someone to say angel so I can be like, Ugh, star. Yeah. And our star had like a thing you put the light in. So like if you put the right kind of light and it was like crystal-y, mm-hmm. so then it looked really pretty. Oh, cool. Or is the angel just a fucking angel? Uh, we've always had, we always had stars. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a star person. Um, there's so many things we haven't talked about yet. Um, we don't have a ton of time. I know that's, I keep I'm like feeling the pressure. 
So one thing we have to talk about, at least briefly, is that we find out how pathetic Xander's life really is. Yeah. Yeah. With his family. Oh, he God. He sleeps outside on Christmas. And he told... As a tradition. Cordelia that. He did. And she... Told it, everyone. Told everyone. That's the one and time how, it's yeah. a little unjustified. It was like, me. Yeah. Yeah. That when was, he that calls was, her out, and I think she... She's like, I know I'm being mean. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was too much. Though, I Willow is surprised. Like, Willow. Yeah, you where you been? Oh, forever. no. She's been... I've been in Hanukkah Town. Shut <laughs> up, Willow. <laughs> um... But the the real centerpiece of this ish, of this episode is the argument on the top of the mountain as the sun is rising between Buffy and Angel. Yes, because yeah. he, he is ready to die. He's ready to kill himself. He wants to immolate himself in the sun. But by Christmas, but she says you can make amends. <gasps> oh, I know that was so <laughs> like, that like... was so unnecessary. Or maybe the episode shouldn't be called amends. Then I just mm-hmm. I hate when things get called out. That yeah, when, yeah. when it's called out in the way. episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a powerful argument. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. like it. Yeah. And um, I thought that she was really effective mm-hmm. at like talking him down and being open to him, but also like showing like you're not alone in feeling yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. So I, I liked her approach with that. Yeah. And I like, I liked the argument. Like, I think one of my favorite lines of it is when she kind of says like, if you let go now, you'll always have been the monster. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Like this is your chance to redeem, mm-hmm. and whatever chance you had before got wiped out by being Angelus again. But this is your—you will always be a monster unless you become man again. Yep, I and love I, that. Yeah, and I also think that that like highlights what you said before, Trevor, which is that like this really was like a testing ground for like mm-hmm. an angel pilot, yeah. and also sets up like kind of the tone of like what angel's gonna be about yeah. Yeah. like you can make amends if you just oh yeah that's trying. yeah <laughs> that's what that whole that's why i was really thinking during that speech is just yeah. like this is completely like throwing out the, the whole it's the, it's the <laughs> yeah. whole debate on whether or not he's a monster or a man yeah mm-hmm. and it's really it's really cool because this is one of the times buffy's able to take it like seriously like the show yeah, yeah. really go into it and really have a, a solid argument about it mm-hmm um, it's awesome. And I, I definitely, that seems really powerful. Like I'd forgotten. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. you kind of, I don't know, you knowing that it has the cheesy or not cheesy, but like, the <clears throat> ex- ex- yeah, with the snow and everything, the you Christmas just, miracle. yeah, you sort of assume it's going to end cheesy. You're just like, no, it's a really powerful moment. Mm-hmm. And also a weird powers that be unintentional shout out. Cause yeah. it's clearly yeah. them. It's clearly the powers that be, yeah. but we don't get a name check for them. No. no. I guess like we, but we are to understand that like there are powers that are as powerful um, <laughs> as the first, you know, yeah. like there is this balance mm-hmm. out there somewhere and they can act sometimes. It's not clear when or why, mm-hmm. but they do. I did not like them walking hand in hand in the snow on the back lot. It's hard. They, they're in love with each other. Yeah. But also like, I mean, I didn't grow up with snow. Does it really block out the sun that much that vampire can't can walk around um in the times that i've been in a lot of snow it's still it can actually be pretty bright sometimes yeah too, like imagine it's just like reflecting it's raining and it yeah and it's when it's raining and everything but the pretty... sun's not usually out when it's raining it's diffused yeah no clouds so it opens a lot of doors though right yeah, like, like the what... snow's coming out of the same cloud so it's like it's like rain except prettier Prettier and like so you I, know because I think he could walk in the rain. 
Based on the logic established in this film. I mean, in this this film. (laughs) Guys. And I mean, I think the difference between like rain and snow as far as blocking out, like, you know, like a fogged window versus like a, you know, when the windows Mm -hmm. have like those little hexagons that are kind of like, you know what I mean? No, but they should be walking home pretty soon, right? No, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be risking it by like (laughs) taking a spin. Yeah, they should be like outside of his house. No, yeah, they should be like, this is all really fun, but like, let's. Let's go inside. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that TV, that TV in the window is like, we're not going to see the sun for I know. for weeks. Oh, that newsman was just exposition. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he was so <laughs> was. Do you guys have any final thoughts on these episodes? Really good. These are, these are yeah, like two good. of the ep- <clears throat> Season three, like season two is like just the whole show firing on all cylinders. But mm-hmm. season three is what I feel is like, the essence of what Buffy is. Mm-hmm. And so like, I feel like there's, there's not really a, a standout week episode within this. And these two are really, really good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and this was a Joss Whedon one, right? A men's was. Yeah. 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 Written and directed. Yeah. You always know those are the good ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I mean, the characters get to really be these like fully fleshed out characters mm-hmm. and we get to see them at their best and worst. And yeah. that's always fun. Um, yeah, I loved I loved these two episodes. Um, I love season three in general. Uh, it's my favorite season of mm-hmm. season of the series. So, what about you, Ryan? Um, it was a really good set of episodes. I mean, they were. I mean, in the in the big fight, Buffy says like, "What strength is? Strength is fighting. It's hard. It's painful, and it's every day." And I think that that wouldn't fit in with what she thought about the world in season two. No, but it is matching up with her much darker outlook on what life is in season three. Yes. And we'll see her have to deal with that question on her own. Very of whether soon. it's worth fighting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very soon. So it's I think it's it's definitely a part of a much darker show than what we'd have before. And even Wish First, which or the Wish, which didn't exist within the realm of anyone's any of these characters conscious lives is just reinforcing that life is hard and painful and you hurt each other, but you still have to keep going. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on this show, Trevor. Do yeah. you have anything that you want to plug? Um, yeah. So like I said, I do a podcast called The Podcast of Two Worlds. Uh, it's about The Flash on the CW. Um, going back and watching Buffy, like, and then watching The Flash, like, The Flash owes everything to Buffy. <laughs> Every genre show on the CW since yes. Buffy owes its entire basis on because mm-hmm. I was like watching now it's got a big bad, it's mm-hmm. got the whole thing, it's got the quips, it's got the like the genre, knowing genre conventions and all that stuff. It's like it, none of these shows would be around if Buffy hadn't been around. So it was cool to kind of go back in and go, Oh yeah, this is where all this started. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, it's really cool. And yeah, being on this reminded me of how much my show wouldn't be around if Buffy and your guys' show wasn't. So, uh, yeah, we made you. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, check out the podcast of Two Worlds. Great. Yeah, yeah. and we'll include um, information on that in the yeah. description. Cool. Hey, next week we have Gingerbread and Helpless. Yay! Yeah, those are good ones. Yes, very fun. Um, we will check in with you guys next week. Bye! The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.